For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, folks, and hey, Bear. <laughs> Today's episode of Nate Land Podcast brought to you by Magic Spoon. And Rocket Money, join as always, Aaron Weber, Dusty Slay. All right. <sighs> For 130 plus episodes, <laughs> I've dreamed of the day when I was calling the shots. <laughs> Today is that day, folks. It's finally come. We're having a good time now. <laughs> I wanted to sit in this chair. Laura wouldn't let me. Dusty grabbed it. I found, yeah, I got a good angle, you know. Yeah. This angle's been waiting on me uh-huh. for a while. A lot of people are probably thinking, all right, Derek was on last week, start the show. Nate, come on in. Nate's not coming. Nate's not here. As you know, his special came out this week. It did not go as well as we'd hoped. <laughs> Nate's missing. We don't know where he is. There was a podcast we did a while back where there was a mention of like playing a video game where you have to defeat the final boss. Right. That's what's happened. And <laughs> the boss has been defeated. <laughs> By whom? You? <laughs> I'm not saying. <laughs> yeah. There was also an episode before you came on board where we ran a, did an AI story where I killed Nate with a lamp. That's right. So we don't know where Nate is. Police have questioned me. I was the last one seen with him, but we don't know where he's at. No. Nate is um, Nate's at Pebble Beach. Playing, oh, wow. Playing, uh, Big time. Yeah, playing golf with celebrities and I don't even know pros. anything about golf, but I know Pebble Beach. You do? Yes. I've heard it before. Uh, do you know where it is? No, nah, no idea. I imagine Florida. <laughs> if I had to guess, I would say it's in Florida. No, it's not. But it's in California. California. That'd yeah. be the get. That'd second be second guess. guess? Yeah. yeah. He's um playing the AT&T Pro Am. Do we know who he's playing with yet? Do you know? No, nope. Laura says she doesn't. But you know what? Let's not just talk about Nate the whole time while he's not here, you know? Well, we miss him. And uh <laughs> already. <laughs> we already feel his absence. Well, we're only you know, my biggest worry is that, you know, we're re- we're gonna read comments here and it's all well and good, but next week there'll be comments uh about this podcast. Oh gosh, hundreds. So But you know the the silver lining of that is I'm not gonna look at any of them. You know who does have to look at all of them? Brian. Brian. Yeah. So you have fun sifting through those, Brian. Are you going to wear the sunglasses the whole time? Oh, man. I forgot I was wearing them, to be <laughs> honest with you. It looks lo- cool. Thank you, man. Yeah. I love the freedom of – I was talking about this downstairs. I love the freedom of sunglasses. Yeah. Y'all don't know where I'm looking at right now. I'm not looking in the eyes. You know, I'm like a poker player. Yeah. 
I think it looks cool. I mean, I, it feels like you're about to DJ. You're about to play some songs for us. Oh, thanks, so you're on man. the beach and the ladies are out there. You like to wear those singles. They don't know where they're looking. <laughs> no, I don't do it in a creepy way. I don't do it in a creepy way. I just, you know, eye contact can be awkward sometimes. You might I'm want, not used to looking across the table and seeing Dusty. You might want to take a nap mid, mid-podcast. I might do it. I might do it. Mm. So uh, Nate's special did come out. Let's see. We're recording this on Monday. It comes out tomorrow, but it'll mm-hmm. be out. I've seen it. You were there live, right? Telling people enough. Yeah, Dusty, you haven't had a chance. I have not had. Dusty's a chance. never seen Nate do comedy. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. Dusty will text me like, "What's all this uh, dead horse stuff everybody's talking about?" Like, oh, that's just one of Nate's iconic bits. Well, I'll read comments and it'll make me mad. I'm like, "What are they talking about?" Yeah. Um, I've seen it. I, I think it's the best one yet. I oh, was yeah. partial to Tennessee Kid because I was there for a lot of that. I was there when the dead horse happened and mm-hmm. not right near. And I love Tennessee Kid, but this one's so good. And I think it's going to be his, his best one yet. Yeah, it's going to be huge, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you were there. I mean, it's I was there. It was great. It was great. I said that. Yeah, it's his best. It's his best hour, I think. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So it's yeah. on, uh, almost said Apple Plus. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Big so, time. So and here it is. So that's great. Um, so this is where we do, where we're going, where we've been. Um, yeah. Yeah. Where we've been, where we're going. Yeah. So, well, I, 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 oh, you, you, go, you want to go first? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how the order goes. This is now. like a first date. Yeah. What, yeah I know. <laughs> Should we get appetizers? <laughs> where you been, Dusty? I went to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Well, since I was here last, I mean, I went to Mobile, Alabama. I went to uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, uh, Lafayette and New Orleans. All great. You visited Wonder- your family, too. Yeah, I visited my family. Wonderful time. It was great. Amazing. And then I went to Grand Rapids, Michigan, where I um, I sold out six shows. Five shows. Uh, five shows. And it's it was amazing. amazing. Man. It was great. We had a great time. Very cold. Uh-huh. Happy to be back. Someone bought, a girl bought a shirt from me. She got in the merch line. Bought it. She had a lot of trouble figuring out uh, Venmo, but she eventually bought a shirt from me. And then she went to the other comic and asked him if I was Hardy, <laughs> the musician. So I don't think she was even at the show. I refunded her money. You rated? it? I did the next day. I felt so bad. She was pretty drunk, but I assumed she was at the show. And so I refunded the money because I was like, I feel bad. I feel because she was like, she couldn't figure out Venmo. Yeah. She handed me her phone to charge her for the shirt. And then she thought I was uh, someone completely different, so I gave her money. So does she think she was buying shirts from Hardy? I guess so. He just happened to have a pop-up shop yeah, outside I think, of comedy Yeah, club. I guess she yeah. thinks that Hardy is you know less <laughs> famous than he is, and he's doing his own merch. Out. That night, you were driving back to the hotel, and she's out in the street, and she gets in the truck with you. And- <laughs> yeah, and then I drive to her boyfriend's house, and now I'm in prison. <laughs> It's a heartwarming story. Dude, congrats on selling out the shows, man. That's yeah, it was huge. great. I feel like, you know, I'll stop talking about selling out shows when it becomes uh, so normal that it just mm-hmm. happens all the time. But now it's not that normal. Uh, 2023 has been a good year yeah. so far. I sold out a, a Mobile show with Louis C.K. a block away. Whoa. Yeah. And those shows were amazing. All great. I mean, it's been hot out here. And it's did been- uh, your dad and your daughter, did she cry when she saw him? I don't, I don't, I don't know who, I don't, I don't get that. 
Last time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know the reference. You're a good. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a Barbara Walters interview. <laughs> <laughs> Last time you said you're going to Alabama for those shows. You're going to see your family and your dad. You told the whole story about how, oh, oh, how saying my, your wife was a hoe. Oh, oh, yes. That's well, a tough one for us to not get the reference to. Okay. Well, <laughs> Did my, your daughter cry this weekend? <laughs> well, I was only there for a day, right? Yeah. So my dad came to meet us for dinner, and yeah. my daughter <laughs> passed out in the car on the way there and slept through almost the whole meal. Oh, uh, Okay. So they she stayed in the car while y'all ate. Yeah, I mean, I was like, I don't, she's fine. Wait, wait in the truck. No, I carried her, and uh, she just kept sleeping. Okay, in the booth. All right, that's good with us. Well, that's best case scenario, huh? Yeah. So it was good. Uh, my younger sister got married uh, yesterday. Uh, and did not invite me for the second time. She's been this is her second marriage, and she's failed to invite me to both merit weddings. So, well, you got to be glad, right? Well, I wouldn't have been able to go. She got married on Sunday. I was out of town. You yeah. still want the invite, though, It would right? be nice to have someone go, hey, I'm getting... I would send them a gift if they would invite me. Well, have you been around for their relationship at all of you? Yeah. They got engaged at my house. Really? Yeah. He proposed to her in my... In the room I do a podcast in. Whoa. That was the guest room, but they yeah. were... Well... They were sleeping in there on an air mattress. And he just popped the question right then? Yeah. I mean, he didn't do it in front of me, but they came down and let us know it had happened. <laughs> Guys, big news. But yeah, big news. Got engaged at your house. <laughs> I'll see you at the divorce, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> You'll get invited to that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so this is this is number two. So, so, I'm yeah. sorry about that, man. Well, you know, it's okay. I mean, I'm I honestly it's more funny to me that she didn't invite me. But, yeah, yeah, it is. You know, at my childhood church they got married in. And my dad was like, Well, they I don't think anybody knew about it, but his parents came. So and he doesn't normally go to that church. Somebody made him a cake. Well, so, if she'd invited you, wouldn't you have been like, Does she know I do comedy? I'm on the road. Well, I, no, I would have said, Hey, congratulations. And then I would have sent her a gift. Hmm. Well, but you looked out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was uh, I was in uh, Waukesha, Wisconsin. Waukesha. This uh, this weekend, and uh, did a show at Fox River Christian Church. They had over a th- thousand people there. Whoa! And they had a pretty major snowstorm by well by our standards. Yeah, not probably by their standards. And it snowed the whole time we were there, and almost no one did not come. I mean, it was. It just didn't deter these people at all. Wow, that's amazing. No, they come right out in it. I mean, Michigan was very snowy. And yeah, and it was, I mean, pretty treacherous just us getting back to our hotel. Uh-huh. And, and then I did, thought there's no way my flight's getting out tomorrow morning. I had a 6.15 flight yesterday morning. No problems. I saw you had Johnny W. cleaning off your windshield. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, you were, you were being pretty funny about it, but when you could see his face yeah. on the outside, he looked like, I wish I had a little bit of help here. Yeah, he looked pretty miserable, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. He was struggling. It was cold out there. <laughs> but you only, what are you going to do? You only have one scraper. Well, that's, like, that's what I said. It's like, I could stand out here and just be cold, too. Yeah, uh-huh. I could be supportive. I could be in here making yeah. a video. Is this where someone... Gave you this clock. Oh, yes. Waukesha, Wisconsin. Look at that. Yes. I got a, uh, I talked about this. I used to have a Hulk Hogan uh, alarm clock. Yep. And now I do again. And now, um, thank you. 
<laughs> that sounded insincere. No, I, I do. I'm very happy about it. I am very happy. This was back when when WWE was still WWF. Yeah. Oh man. Before they lost to the World Wildlife Federation. I know. I, I know. don't know how that even happened. Uh-huh. Yeah, I gave that to Dusty. He immediately looked up how much it's worth on eBay. So. Well, I I did. Well, I didn't look it up, but I did question it because I thought, well, this is a, such a nice gift. I bet whoever gave this to me could have made some money off eBay. Did y'all see that? Good. <laughs> yeah, I think it's. <laughs> I want it to stay. Okay, I feel like this is now. You're like this is. Um, what's that show where they they show a lot of, show a lot of things that they're selling? The Price is Right. <laughs> no, no, no. Like uh, it'll be like jewelry and. Uh, Oh, home di- shopping? QVC. QVC, yeah. There you go. You're like, did you see it good? <laughs> Trying to sell this thing. You think, you think you'd be good at that? I was reading a story about, you know, Mike Rowe. That's how he started. You know Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs? Yeah. He started on those home shopping networks. And I read a whole thing he wrote about the interview as he walked in and they just gave him a pencil and they said, just talk about this. Talk about this as if we're selling this on oh, the network. Yeah. And he just killed it. You think you'd be good at that? I think so. I've had people at the restaurant that I worked at do mm-hmm. that to me. They go, sell me this fish. You know, like people, like my boss. Oh, gosh. And I'm like, oh, well, this is awkward. Uh-huh. I mean, I can sell it to the table, but I can't under pressure sell it to my boss here. Okay. You know what I mean? I was about to ask you to do the exact same thing. <laughs> well, sell me that coffee cup, dude. Well, you know, the way I sell merch is I, you know, I tell people, I got the merch. You don't have to buy it. Thank you for coming. Don't feel awkward about it, but they are very comfortable. So I encourage you, even if you don't want to buy it, just come by and just touch it. And touch it. Just touch it. Just feel the shirt. And that'll be enough. You'll convert them right You'll then and like, there. You'll be like, wow, this is, I, I say, hey, don't, you know, if you ask me, should I buy this? I'll tell you no. But <laughs> That's an interesting story. But it's top quality stuff here. I don't know why you wouldn't want it. Hardy's got some nice shirts. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Hardy sells the best. You know, they said about the Apple stores. The uh, the stores where you know you've seen like the genius bars, there's those big open stores. What they'll do is they'll deliberately leave their laptop a little too closed like this, yeah. So that when you walk up to it to look at it, you have to adjust it oh. and touch it, forcing you to feel the quality of the product. A MacBook does have a feel to it, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. And when I pull you... it out of my bag at, on an airplane, I'm like, this is cool. Yeah, it looks. I nice. always, I'm like, wow, I am fancy. Look but, at me. Look at me on the airplane. Look at my laptop. I'm doing a spreadsheet, man. Are you doing spreadsheets? No, I don't even know how to do it, but I want to. (laughs) Got satellites going. Yeah. But do you do that? I've I've heard a guy who was hearing talk. A comedian said, when you have your merch set up, you don't want to put the the piles don't want to be too neat on the table because that will discourage people from grabbing it and looking at it. You want it to be a little... Oh yeah, a little scruffed up so people are more comfortable. I don't. I like to sell right out of the bag, and I don't like people grabbing my shirts because I know how they're all lined up. I don't mind them touching it, but don't dig through there because I got I know where everything's at. That they put okay. the shirt sizes very tiny. Yeah. It's so small. Yeah, and I know where it's all at, but they'll dig through there, and I'm like, "What do you want? I'll find it for you." Okay, you do the exact opposite of everything I've been told how yeah. to do. <laughs> That's but pretty it's much working my whole all right life. for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I get pretty upset with people in the merch line sometimes. I don't yell at them, but I'm like, just hold on. It goes, it changes quick. Uh, yeah. All right. So I was in Waukesha, uh, but the week before I had something kind of crazy. I was, I did a show at the uh, Jackson Country Club in Jackson, Tennessee. Oh. And um, driving down I-40 there, I took a, 
Eddie Cisneros, local comic you guys know. Yeah, I know Eddie. Open for me. We're having a great time talking, living Eddie up. is a good person. He is a good person. Yeah, that's, yeah, his, yeah. that's his Instagram. Yeah. And, um, and we're about halfway there, and we're just talking out of nowhere. I'm driving. He's in the passenger seat. My passenger side window just completely shatters. Oh, geez. Just whoosh. Maybe not such a good person. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Eddie did it. Sounds like he did. Well, I don't know. But, I mean, he was like, whoa. And then it's just glass flying. And thankfully, he wasn't hurt. I pull over on the side of the interstate. My window is just completely shattered. Yeah. Glass everywhere. Still don't know what caused it. I have no idea. <laughs> and But we're halfway to Jackson. We're kind of like just stunned. Like, I don't know what just happened there. Eddie gets in the back seat. <laughs> right behind me the rest of the way. So more glass that flies. So then we just start down the interstate. Now he's just right behind me. And pretty quick, we're like, this is way too cold and way too uh, loud. So I pull over again. I get a blanket out of my trunk and kind of put it over over that. I love that you have a blanket in your trunk. Yeah, yeah. for emergencies. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we get the rest of the way to Jackson, and then we tell him at the country club what happened. So the guy who works there said, well, I'll go get a trash bag and some painter's tape, and mm-hmm. I'll fix this up. So he goes out there very nice, and he, he puts this trash bag on it, mm-hmm. drive home. Eddie still sits behind me. <laughs> And let me tell you something, a trash bag flapping in the yeah. wind, oh, 80 brutal. miles an hour down there, it was the loudest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, you're like, get the blanket back up here. <laughs> well, finally did. About halfway home, it, it was starting to come loose. It was rattling so loud that we're like, this is unbearable. Yeah. So we just tore it off and put the blanket back up there. And half the cars in Jackson, Tennessee are already like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got a trash bag ready to go. Like, oh, that guy's from here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I pull up at this country club. I got my opener in my back seat behind me. I got a giant blanket over my window, and everyone's just standing. Like, I think that's the guy who's performing tonight. <laughs> They're like, dang, he needs the money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's pass a hat around yeah, for a boy over glad, here. I feel happy we hired this guy. What happened to the window? Did you ever figure it out? No. It just spontaneously combust. I mean, I don't, maybe, I don't know. I didn't hear anything hit it. I blame Eddie. <laughs> I never heard anything like like that in my life. Me either. So I got. Uh, so then I went to uh, my insurance. Said, "Well, go to Safe Light. Uh, Safe Light Repair. Safe Light Repair. There it yeah. is. And um, what would what did they do here? Repair or replace? Well, there's no <laughs> there's no repairing. It's gone. And um, so they said uh, we can get you in. This was last week, by the way, February first. Oh boy. Yeah. And I said, well, I can't go that long. They said, well, come on down here and we. We can well the insurance said that they can put a crash wrap on it today, just temporary. And I said okay, so I go down there and said I need this crash wrap, and they go and do it and they put it, you know. Uh-huh. And I head home again on the interstate. About halfway home, it just comes off. <laughs> so wow. I'm like, I don't know if I wasn't supposed to be driving fast with this thing on. So so ever since then, I've have I've been avoiding the interstates. I had to drive to East Nashville. It took me 45 minutes to get over there because I'm taking back roads. Just to time. not drive fast enough to where, yeah, 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 where the wind catches it. Wow. So I'm in my wife's car today. Well, uh, I mean, good luck to you. I would just roll down the windows. I would just ride with the windows down from now on. Well, some I do when convenient. Arm but. hanging out. <laughs> the problem is when it rains, I need something over it. Yeah. And if I take that crash wrap off. And it rains every day here. Yeah. Well, you probably don't like driving in the rain anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't drive at night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy for the squirrels to get right in the car now. Well, it would be if I 
rolled the windows down like you suggested. But you have one down. No, it's got a crash wrap over it now. I'm just avoiding it coming out. I had a, I went back and had get another one of them again. crash wraps. <laughs> <laughs> and they were mad I was back. <laughs> I went in there and I said, uh, that crash wrap you put on, it didn't even make it on the way home. They didn't say, oh, I'm so sorry about that. They're like, fill this out. <laughs> like this guy. This guy's back. <laughs> yeah, they don't do a good crash wrap apparently. Maybe not. all the time you spend putting the crash wrap out, maybe just go ahead and put a window in. Are you saying that to me? Like I'm supposed no, I'm to be talking about that? them. I think well, you're all a little bit to blame. Yeah. <laughs> what What did I do? I don't know. I, I hit a deer in my truck in early November, and I just took it today to get fixed. That's how long it's been taking. Well, that's, and that was definitely your fault. Yeah. You're supposed to be looking Still out blood deer. all over his windshield. Yeah. He's been driving yeah. around with Antlers <laughs> hanging out. I was like, can we leave the antlers? <laughs> <laughs> that would look pretty cool. Yeah. How'd you get here today? Should we do it? Aaron drove me. Oh. <laughs> I shattered his passenger side window on the one. All right. All right. All right. Sorry. I jumped the gun. Yep. Got a little too excited. All right. We don't need to do one of those yet. Okay. So where were you this uh or Oh, weekend? I was in uh I was in Florida last weekend. Uh and then I was in Raleigh this past weekend, had a great time, sold out three or four shows. Not all, all right. the shows like Dusty, but I'm getting there. You know, yeah. the room's also a third of the size of the ones Dusty's doing, but it was fun. It doesn't matter. It also helps that David Tell was in the main room. He sold out all of his shows. So I had a lot of people. Some people ah, were like, well, so we want to see some comedy. I had a lot of people go, I couldn't get tickets to Dave. I'll check out this guy. And it was at least a third of good of a show. <laughs> I, yeah i think so I, I tried to get it there i you, you talking about this just made me think i had a plumbing problem at my house this was last week and uh my wife was in the shower upstairs and it's just what's up i just wanted you to elaborate on the plumbing problem but that's what you're about to do because <laughs> you just said i had a plumbing problem and i'm like well, what what yeah. what kind of plumbing i'm problem? gonna get into okay, it all right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my wall just a leak my wall's bleeding water downstairs uh, just soaking through the wall it's just soaking wet and so i call a plumber and they go yeah we'll get out we'll get out there to, we'll get out there tomorrow you know, between yeah. 8 and 2 p.m. or something. So I just wait. And they finally get there. But by the time the plumber got there, the leak had stopped in the wall, right? And I can tell this guy. Now I'm trying to convince the guy that there was actually a leak. Because the guy doesn't seem to believe me that there was a leak in this wall. So And you was, can't replicate it. I can't replicate it. I try turning on the shower again. I can't replicate it. So, so this I, guy thinks you're just hallucinating um leaks in the house well i was like do you think i just wanted to hang out with you at the house man i paid you 109 dollars to come out here and look and he can't find it so he's like all right well let's cut a hole in the drywall real quick and let's take a look and i legit like i know drywall is a type of wall <laughs> yeah but in the moment i was like this guy's mocking me still he's like let's cut a hole in this drywall <laughs> i was like dude it was so wet yesterday <laughs> yeah it's dry now <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's dry now but it was soaking wet yesterday so he cuts this huge square in my wall and he just looks in and he's like yeah i don't see anything man give me a call if it starts leaking again and i go well can you put my wall back together and he's like well he's like we want to be able to keep an eye on it so let's just leave the hole open so there's, you know, it was a week ago. There's still a huge hole. In my so wall. no more leak though. No more leak. I don't know what happened. I don't know. It'll probably happen again at some. Was point. it raining when it happened? It wasn't raining. I tried a lot of things. Were you in I there tried- a long time? Like where maybe just how long of showers has Lucy taken? Probably oh, it was Lucy. <laughs> yeah, it was Lucy in there. Okay. Uh, pretty long. But may- you think it would start leaking after a certain time? Like it just gets tired of. It? I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, you know, because- What's she doing in there? I don't know. My roof st- leaked one time. Mm-hmm. The snow piled up and pushed up the shingles. And then oh. it, and once it pushed it up, it started to melt. Okay. And then there's nothing wrong with my roof, but it, it leaked and then woke my wife up dripping on her head. <laughs> so I woke up and there's the le- water coming out of the ceiling. Okay. So you didn't have to fix anything. It was just no, a freak. No, I went up there incident. and I put yeah. a little pot under the pot, part where it was leaking. Then I had a roofer come out and he said, it's fine. Okay. Well, that guy just, uh, yeah. Well, I wish he would have fixed the hole in my wall because I don't even know how to start doing that. Just a big hole in my wall. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, so when he said, let me cut through this wall, you didn't say, well, what's the, are you going to be able to put it, fix it back? Well, I assumed. I assumed. I can't believe he cut a hole in your wall and then left. He goes, I don't see anything, dude. I'm going to get out of here. He even like, it was a mess, too. It was just like stuff everywhere. He goes, well, we won't be able to keep an eye on it if it so you could see if it leaks again. And You're like, uh, I could see it through the wall. Yeah, it was bleeding through. It's soaking wet. There's no stains? No, it's like a white, it's like a white plaster kind of drywall. But no water stains at all? No, not really. That's bizarre. I mean... Uh, I know it was there. I believe in my heart of hearts I saw it. <laughs> but this guy didn't believe me. But anyway, that's what I've been dealing wow, with. Wow, that's bizarre. Also had another problem where the uh, all the power shut off in my house, and the electrician comes, and he goes, well, you can't. He's like, the way this house was wired, you can't have your lap. You can't have your computer on downstairs and the microwave on at the same time. <laughs> what? <laughs> the microwave upstairs. He said that the- <laughs> He said, this outlet and the outlet in the kitchen, for some reason, are tied together. So you can't, if the microwave's running, you got to unplug your computer downstairs. And let me tell you, that's a big problem in my life right now. You're in the middle of something, Lucy. That's what I'm saying. Puts a hot pocket in. Popcorn starts going. You're like, oh, God. I lost Wi-Fi. So it shut, like it just trips the breaker? For the whole house. It'll it'll shut down. Wow. There's a lot going on at this house. It sounds haunted. It was just the guy's looking at it. He's like, whoever put this together is an idiot. He goes, I'll just be straight up with you. Whoever put this together didn't know what the heck they were doing. You're like, can I talk to you about some plumbing stuff, though? <laughs> Got some plumbing issues going on here, yeah, too. Fixed drywall. Yeah. I go, yeah, maybe let's. Uh, maybe if you fix that wall, maybe yeah. all this light stuff will get figured out. But yeah. So you have to yell up, Lucy, I wasn't an email. Do I just Turn leave? Turn off the microwave. <laughs> Well, now I just leave both of them unplugged. And now if you want to plug in the microwave, you have yeah, to. Yeah, just stop using the microwave. That's what I, that would be the best solution. Oh, that would be how you'd prefer I handle <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's God is like, hey, stop using this microwave. Okay. Do you want to be productive? I'll think. Microwave is a pretty big part of my life right now. I don't, yeah. know, if, <laughs> I don't know if you know that. The oven I, is great. Well, the oven, you, you got to, takes 45 minutes to takes heat up. Takes a little up. longer, but. Takes a little longer. Yeah. But I need to eat now yeah urgency immediacy yeah you can put it in the pan too you can also pan fry things. Ah, you gotta clean a pan up yeah i like to use the same pan over and over again <laughs> you don't clean it at all yeah wipe it out with a paper towel put it back on the stove i don't think my wife cares for it build a little patina on there yeah i don't know what that is but <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what that is either little patina patina is what you call like on a gun what it's like ah. it's like uh like if an old gun there's a little like not rust but just like stuff that like it's discoloration like a yeah, yeah, yeah a little patina okay huh yeah all right I've never like heard a little, that no 
<laughs> I hadn't either, but I know what you're talking about. I'm like the old West. They always had one little frying I'm fairly pan. familiar with guns and not heard patina. Patina. It's like a little sounds a little like poutine that you would get in Canada. I think I'm spelling patina wrong because I just Googled it and said it's an Italian goat meat. Yeah. Yeah, and poutine is like uh, gravy over fries. <laughs> yeah. Po- that's poutine. Your gun's natural. Oh, but yeah, 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 this is patina. This is what it looks like. You take a look. See all this like disco. Oh, it looks uh-huh. kind of old. Uh-huh. That's oh, what yeah. patina is. A little growth. Huh. Yeah, I like a little of that on the pan. Yeah. I like to add a little patina to my, you know, my my palate. Yeah. You were at Disney World too. I was. I went to, no Universal Studios, oh. not Disney. Dude, oh. I'm not some nerd. Dude. Oh my bad. You I went to the, the Uni- Harry Potter experience. <laughs> I went to the Harry Potter's Wizarding oh, World. Oh yeah, how was that? Uh, it was a lot Have you of. Been? <laughs> no, oh no. Let me ask you this: Was the wild stuff going on at your house prior to you going to Harry oh, Potter? Sorcerer, this is going. Oh, you know what? Picked I had- up a little something. <laughs> <laughs> Brought it home with you. Yeah. Put in that pocket. Yeah. Now your house is falling apart. This all predates Harry Potter okay, World, unfortunately. Okay, I'm sure you would have loved if that were the case, yeah. but uh, no, I, I didn't bring anything home. I think. Okay. I saged a little bit. I got rid of some stuff before right. I left, but I had a good time, man. It's pretty cool. It's an immersive experience, you know? You step into the Harry Potter world. My favorite part, though, and I said this on stage when I was there, is that, you know, a lot of the employees at Harry Potter World are supposed to be people from Harry Potter. Oh, They're supposed okay. to be like, I don't know, the, the train conductor or whatever. But they didn't ship in British actors. Oh yeah, to work at Universal Studios. It's just people that live in Orlando, Florida, <laughs> and they don't even try to get in character. They're like, like all aboard. <laughs> well, it's it's just like a Latino woman with a wand going, "Keep the line moving, please." <laughs> yeah, Keep yeah. The line. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. "Which book are you from?" <laughs> yeah. uh, it was so much fun, dude. <laughs> and I'm the only guy there without kids. Felt like a nerd, but uh, I had a good time. You were the only guy there without kids. Well, there's a couple guys, yeah, walking around. Because <laughs> I would cops. think in the <laughs> in the Harry Potter world, there. I would think you would get all all kinds. It's no, it's a lot of it's a lot of families with with small children. Yeah, and they're all a lot they, of families exposing their kids to sorcery, uh, <laughs> witchcraft. Families giving their kids wands yeah. and telling them to cast spells and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they also, I think, they know that next generation is uh, going to be wild. I mean, <laughs> but my generation is the generation that grew up with that already. Yeah, I know. So if they were to, f- <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I can tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can tell. You got problems at your house now. But there's a lot of weird stuff going on. I mean, Harry Potter is probably the least of their problems. You got Doctor Seuss Village, and it's all the Harry. It's all the uh, superhero stuffs going oh, on. Oh yeah, a lot of that. Lot I of like Doctor Seuss though. I'm a big fan of Doctor Seuss. You don't think that's as weird as the Harry Potter? It's weird, but it's not witchcrafty. Okay. Now I haven't read the Harry Potters, but you told me recently that J.K. Rowling was a Christian, and that if you read the Bible, you knew how Harry Potter went. That's what she said. Okay. She said that. All right. She said because people are asking how the book ended. She said if you if you know how the Bible if you've read the Bible, you already know how it ends. So Harry Potter comes back. Yeah, he does actually. Oh, okay. Hate to ruin the book. I've already ruined this stuff for listeners. I didn't know before. he even went away, but uh, well, he dies. Him and okay. Voldemort kind of oh. kill each other, and then they come back, and then he kills them once wow. and for all. Wow, so, I had no idea. Anyway, well, that's cool. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do that first ad? Yeah. Oh, guys. Speaking of. Uh, Growing up, growing up, cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid. Did you guys know that? 
I did. <laughs> I ate cereal quite a bit. Was it one of the best parts of your childhood? I was up there. <laughs> it was I'm up sorry there. about that. Yeah, it's not uh, great. I do. It's one of the best food parts of being a kid. But as we get older, it's time to watch out for sugar and empty carbs. You know me. I'm all about it. Magic Spoon has the amazing flavors you love and remember, but with high protein and less sugar. The Magic Spoon Variety Pack is awesome to try out. All the classic flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein. That's a lot. And four to five net grams of carbs. Only 140 calories is serving. I got the frosted kind, you know? Yeah. Now you can just eat that. You don't even need milk. Just put that in a little bowl. It's a nice little snack. I love a peanut butter cereal. Okay. I'm a big fan of a peanut butter cereal. Well, you would love the peanut butter magic spoon yeah. flavor. It's awesome. I think I would like to. You know why? It's all the amazing flavors you love. Yeah. <laughs> but with high protein and less sugar. And I know you're worried about that. Here's what you need to do, Dusty. And you can you can get some of this stuff. Look Go to ma- magicspoon.com slash Nate. Who's Nate? Mm. To grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code Nate at checkout to save $5 off of your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product. You'll appreciate this. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of high-protein cereal at magicspoon.com slash Nate and use the code Nate to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Guaranteed happiness. I love that. I love that. All right, you want to get into some of these comments? Yeah, let's get into some comments. Who's reading them today? Dusty? I Yeah, I wanted to. Again, Laura said no. Okay, um, well, you know, the interesting <laughs> thing here is everybody makes fun of Nate reading, but now you'll realize that I also can't read. And, uh, okay. Ma- Melissa Sedlak. I play trivia with a team that includes my mom, my brother, and some friends. Ooh, family feud. <laughs> you can imagine my excitement when the trivia host asks a question about zip codes. Since I had just listened to the mail episode. However, in true Nateland fashion, I still miss the question. <laughs> I know something about that. I don't know. Well, you know, trivia is deceiving like that. I was a trivia host for a long time, and people thought, oh, you must be the best at trivia. But trivia is wild. I don't know who knows these things. Where would you get the questions from? Someone would email. It was a company. Okay. So they would send me the questions. So you, So bars would contract out. To a trivia company. Yeah. And then they hired you to host? Yeah. Okay. I would come out. It was a lot of fun. Was that before you were doing stand-up? I was doing it at the same time. Okay. But not professionally. But you'd sprinkle in a little humor. Yeah, I would try to do jokes. And it's really a good way to get used to people talking without anybody caring what you're saying. Because people would (laughs) yell at me. They would say, read a book! Uh, (laughs) Because I couldn't read. Or they would go... uh, uh, quit drinking, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> and I was like, no, that's why I'm doing this. I had a, uh, a lady one time, she goes, uh, it was a medical question, and yeah. she brings it, and she sets it down, and she goes, uh, this is this is right, and I know because he's a doctor, and points back to a guy at her Whoa. table. And then it was wrong. And oh, then God. she got really mad at me, and she goes, are you a doctor? And I'm like, well, clearly not. I'm hosting <laughs> trivia at a burrito restaurant. Also, if your husband was a good doctor, he wouldn't be here right yes, now. Yes, exactly. At a burrito restaurant. But you yes. do love giving some medical advice. Well, I you have to say it's not medical advice. It's medical, you know. Just, suggestions. Yeah, suggestions. Yeah. yeah. I do love that. All right. Derek 
Cochran. Cochran. Uh, many years ago, I had a friend in prison. Oh, boy. To mail me letters, he would put my address in the sender's area and an incorrect address to where it was going. He then would drop it in the mail with the correct amount or no postage. The incorrect post office. The incorrect amount. Oh, the incorrect amount. Yes. <laughs> really changes the whole sentence, doesn't <laughs> yes. it? He yeah. would drop it in the mail with the incorrect amount or no postage. The post office would see it didn't have any postage. So they would send it back to the sender, which would come to me. So pretty much, he was mailing letters to me at no cost. That was the big scam we did back when I was a kid. <laughs> we would send someone a letter, didn't have a. You no, know, we would just flip it, like just you know reverse it, and then yeah. it would just go to that person. But. Pretty interesting that this friend is in prison and then ripping off the post office yeah. from prison. Those are the people who know how to do it. Yeah, I mean maybe. Maybe not learning a lesson there in prison. <laughs> Do they not give him any money to mail a letter? Well, I don't think this guy's in prison for mail fraud. Maybe <laughs> yes. this might be one of the better things he's doing. But you yeah. don't get any money in prison? I mean, my friend used to mail me letters. This was, you know, jail, not prison. Yeah. You do get paid in prison for your work, but it's uh, not a lot. Yeah, you don't have an unlimited amount. And you- these stamps... Stamp costs Stamps are, are pretty crazy yeah. What is days. it, 82 cents? Now? 82 cents. Yeah, 63 cents. 63 cents, yeah. Do you really know the exact? Well, we just did the mail we episode. Did a mail ep- we wow. talked about it. We went from 60 to 63. Oh, okay. It just went up. Nickel you have a way better memory about. Because other- I do all the work. So, <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would dominate trivia night. <laughs> Nate Land trivia night. <laughs> all right. Jeremy Fells. Ooh. With the NFL playoffs upon us, I find myself getting into heated arguments at work as a result of my belief that the NFL is scripted slash rigged like professional wrestling. Way to go, dude. <laughs> Does Dusty have any tips for rename remaining calm when trying to express wild ideas with his unbelieving friends? Well, there's not a lot you can do. I mean, people are ready to freak out on here. They don't want their beliefs challenged. They like to believe that they got good old NFL football. Listen, I watch NFL football, and the whole time, I love it. The whole time, I go, this is rigged. The <laughs> whole time. every Like, last night I was watching, I watched as the- um, uh, Bengals. Bengals and the- uh, Bengals, sorry. Bengals. Bengals and the Chiefs were playing, and they had one third down play- where they were like, oh, we need to reset the clock. And then they ran the third down play, didn't get the first down. And then the refs go, oh, we didn't get the clock right. So now it's fourth down. They go, we didn't get the clock right. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to need to redo the third down. And it's like, what is that? Well, where's the line between uh, the game being rigged and the the officials are just bad? Because that was one of the worst officiated games ever, that game last night. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think the game is rigged through the officials. Okay. They make bad calls where they go, oh, just a bad call. And then they have their little in-studio referee going, actually, this is a pretty good call, guys. Um, you know, <laughs> I feel like you have such faith in humanity that we're that smart that we can pull off all this elaborate stuff. Well, it's, well, well, it's like you just have, you know, you have the referees and you're like, hey, do this. And then they're like, and they pay them well. And uh, But to flip a game, like. That takes so much. I just don't think I don't think they have the ability to necessarily flip it, but they sway it. So I don't think it could be scripted like professional wrestling, but it's, you know, you make enough bad calls to ruin the momentum. Cuz then immediately after that call there was a pass interference call that was very weak yeah. and it kept moving it along. Mm. So do you think somebody so just let's talk about how this would work. Somebody from the NFL concludes 
that the Chiefs advancing to the Super Bowl would be good for the NFL. It'd make them more for money. For whatever reason, It'd yeah. be a better story. It would, it would drive ratings up, whatever. Mm-hmm. So they talk to the referees, and they say, if there are opportunities, if there are any 50-50 calls, yeah. make, it, make it lean towards I the mean, Chiefs. I mean, Mahomes is their guy, right? I mean, Mahomes is great, incredible You're to watch. You're saying he's the NFL's guy. Yeah. I mean, he's the he's, face of the sport. Yeah. I mean, he. when I was watching, when him and Brady played in the Super Bowl, where Brady won – they were talking more about how they were like, oh, it's great. We're witnessing, you know, one of the greatest of all time and then one of the next greatest of all time. I mean, mm-hmm. they would not stop. And Mahomes is incredible. I mean, the guy right. is unbelievable to watch. But even last night, they were like, he's one of the all-time greats at such a young age. And it's like, <laughs> how can you be one of the all-time greats? I mean, you're like, obviously very good. Uh-huh. But let's, you know, let's see where it goes. Now, Brian, you're not into this, huh? No, no. I mean, it. well, so... The Bengals had beaten the Chiefs the last three times they played. <laughs> yeah. So why didn't they do it then? I don't know. I mean, I don't know why they're doing what they're doing. But, you know, you know, you know, there's so much betting. That's what happened to boxing, right? That it was so easy to rig a boxing match mm-hmm. that, you know, the betting would get so – and then it's like, all right, you go down in this yeah. in this inning. So yeah. – or whatever, round. I mean, I guess so, it depends on – if you're talking about – point spread shaving or something like that, then maybe official. Cause that has happened with, there was an NBA referee that mm-hmm. was doing some stuff, but to flip a game. No, I just, I feel like that's just so much would have to happen. I just think that, yeah, I mean, you can just, you can make a bad call, a bad pass interference call gives another team a first down and, you know, and then the momentum is in their favor. Now there are, I mean, a few years ago it was the, it was the Vikings and the saints and, the playoffs where that uh, pass interference mm-hmm. call that I mean that really really swayed that game, but but again um, I don't think that they're necessarily being like all right we got to have Mahomes win we got to have the Chiefs win but it's like would it be better for them you know is the Super Bowl better if it's the uh, Chiefs versus um, the um, whoever the other team is that <laughs> Eagles Eagles yeah is that a better game you know yeah I don't even know why it would be. Um, I, I predict the Eagles all the way. See though. that? Hey, Jeremy, that was a master class on how to stay calm. Did yeah. you hear that? Yeah. Brian challenging Dusty every step of the way, and Dusty remained calm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing That's that you, the thing that I think is important is just it, at the end of the day, you just go, uh, you just don't get mad. You don't ever try to convince people of what you believe. You just tell them, and then don't try to make them believe it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, let them do their own research. Yeah. Or let them believe whatever they want to believe. It doesn't matter. Or just really vet somebody before you uh, get into it with them. Yeah, because <laughs> if you're at work, if you're working a, a, a you know, because I've had a lot of football dis, uh, discussions uh, as a pesticide salesman, and it's different depending on the job. I mean, you could be in a Lowe's where people, they're in love with football, and they don't want to hear it. You ever see people back in the day get mad about finding out professional wrestling was fake? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it breaks their heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't want to hear it. <laughs> So oh, don't bring it up. <laughs> okay. All right, that was fun. Yeah. Josh Foot, Aaron claiming that God isn't with the boys in Ann Arbor is comical since Notre Dame stopped the rivalry series. I don't blame them though. P.S. Rudy was offsides. Ooh. Ooh. He might have been offsides, but the game was already uh, the game was already won by that point. So we also don't like Rudy that much. Notre Dame fans. We like the movie, not the guy. Yeah, I was going to ask, is that your favorite sports movie? I think it's, I mean, it's 
not unreasonable to say it's a top five sports movie of all time, right? It's on your Mount Rushmore. Of sports it's on my Mount Rushmore sports movies. That's for sure. What are your? Sp- it's Mount a Rushmore great sports. movie, but Rudy's out of control in that movie. What do you mean? Like he's showing up. Like, I'm going to play for the team. I'm going to play for. The-. They would. It would be like, listen, guy. Uh huh. Let's let you see a doctor. Yeah, if you were on the. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, they're like, let's see, let's get this guy a therapist. Uh huh. Yeah. This guy thinks he's on the team. Yeah. He doesn't even go to school here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's pretty crazy. It's like it's got to be Rudy. Yeah. I put. Oh, you're ranking them. No, no, not ranked. Mount Rushmore. They're not ranked on Mount Rushmore, are they? No, but you started this, so I thought next you're going to do this. Well, the next one I was going to go to the right. Oh, okay. Like Mount Rushmore. My bad. Rudy. Yeah. Moneyball. Ooh. I never seen Moneyball. I'll oh, have to check it out. God. I think we only that's the only two up there right now. I'm waiting on the next two. Remember the Titans? <laughs> I can't stand to remember the Titans now. I've not seen it in a long time. It's but. it's one of those where you watch it as an adult and you're like, oh. God, it's so yeah. cheesy. It's so corny. They got a lot. Like, they manipulated the facts of it in such a way that it's it's pretty annoying to me now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you have a joke about it. Yeah. I used to do a whole bit about how, you know, every team they played had black and white players. Oh, yeah. And that's the whole point of the movie is they're the only racially integrated team. So Disney... Disney resegregated the Virginia public school system <laughs> for a film, which is pretty messed up when you that think about it. It is pretty messed yeah, up. Yeah. And then you didn't you say the guy that has the car accident? Actually- the guy gets paralyzed, Gary Bertier, who was committed to Notre Dame, by the way, mm. number one defensive recruit in the country that year. He got paralyzed after the season ended. But they paralyzed him early. Of course. They're like, well, <laughs> let's put it before the big game. Yeah. Now it matters, right? Yeah. So then you do stuff like that. I understand you have to change the story to make it work for a movie. But once you read the real story, it's really disheartening. I'm told there was a movie about a runaway train where this this movie, they're like, the train's going like 100 miles an hour. They're struggling to stop it. And it's based off a true story. But the real story, I'm told was that the train was like a runaway train, but going very slow. <laughs> and to actually stop it, they just had to run up, jump in there, and shut it down. <laughs> so there was a runaway train, but it was just, they just manipulated it. Was it was just all. like they left it neutral. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody get that. But, I just recently watched Rudy again. Yeah. I mean, it would be on my Mount Rushmore as well. Okay. Along with Hoosiers and okay, and, yeah, uh, made by the same guy. Oh, is that right? Yeah, Hoosiers not made a, by the same guy I'm that made Rudy. I'm not a Rudy. big Hoosiers fan, even though I love Gene Hackman. I thought it was good, but it, a bit dramatic for me. I love, today's Gene Hackman's birthday. Is it ninety three? How do you know? <laughs> I met Gene. I'm a big fan. Stamps are sixty three cents. Went to high school together. (laughs) They're all pals. Dusty filmed him with his camera. His dad did. That's right. You got that old video of Gene. Yeah, I've wanted that to do better every time. I've shared it forty. Well, talk about that. We haven't talked about that on this podcast. Well, you know, on YouTube, I got a video of me meeting Gene Hackman because um, the movie Mississippi Burning uh, was filmed. Half of it filmed in my dad's hometown of Lafette, Alabama, spelled Lafayette, Mm -hmm. pronounced Lafette. And all the downtown scenes took place in Lafette. So Gene Hackman was down there, and me and my dad and my stepbrothers were going around with a video camera. And we were, um, you know, he had the big VHS camera. Uh-huh. And he kind of busts into this room. He goes, Mr. Hackman, <laughs> can I get you with my boys? And and he's like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, and we start to go in. He goes, I'll come out. 
And then he comes out and, it, and then he comes out and my dad's like, Gene Hackman. <laughs> and we're all just kind of standing there real awkward like. And then he goes, are you boys ball players?" And you hear my both of my stepbrothers go, yeah, yeah. And then you hear me go, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just kind of gives me an eyebrow raise. Oh, there he's right there. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. You want to play it? Yeah. How did he get in there? <laughs> Poor Gene Hackman. I'm over there to the yeah. There I am. <laughs> he gave it. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah, he was like, I thought it was just a picture here. I don't know this guy's gonna film me. Well, that was very nice of him. It, it was, was very nice. I've always, a little moment. I've always been a fan of Gene Hackman. But you don't like his most iconic movie ever, huh? I don't know. I mean, I like it, but I just feel like it's, I don't know. I, I think that I had seen too many like that mm-hmm. by the time I watched it. Yeah. That- I like a movie, Digstown. You ever see that boxing movie? Lou Gossett Jr., James Woods? I think no, so. Never heard of it. It's a good one. Okay. There are movies, well, even Rudy, which I recently yeah. watched again. In the time, it wasn't like this, but now there's so many movies that are they're made fun of, of the wise old black janitor that that teaches you, you know, the ways. There's movies that spoof stuff like this now. Uh-huh. So now you watch it, you're like, oh, this is kind of cringy. But at the time, there wasn't anything like that. Yeah, That's but that scene yeah. in the tunnel where he's like, you're 100 nothing. You're, you're, you're five, five foot, foot nothing. 100 nothing. Yeah, nothing. Without a speck of athletic ability. Yes. And it was like, I was like, man, that's good. It is good. And my other, when Rudy sacks the quarterback at the end of the game, there's a quick shot where his dad and brother in the stands, they're looking different directions. And that's always kind of bothered me. Well, it shows his dad wasn't paying attention. His dad never. It looks like his brother's maybe not looking the right way. Well, you're, you might have just inadvertently discovered a little Easter egg in the movie. Exactly when that happens, after he makes the sack, Rudy's dad turns around and celebrates with the real Rudy. Is an extra oh. in the movie. Mm. He's standing right behind Rudy's dad. Wow. So maybe that's the source of why they're kind of so maybe, looking different ways. Yeah. Like his brother's kind of looking this way. It looks like his dad's looking this way. I'm mm-hmm. like, all right. There's a part where he turns around, he grabs a guy, and it's yeah. the real Rudy. But you don't see that guy's face, do you? You do see his face for a split second. Okay. You know, that's where I think Vince Vaughn's first movie was Rudy. Oh, yeah. That's where he met John Favreau. He plays Jamie O'Hara. And that's where they used to, uh, that's where they started doing stuff. From that movie. All right. right. Matt Graves. (laughs) As a fellow conspiracy theorist, I I can't express how much I love the conversation about sending trash to space. I I like that too. I appreciate (laughs) Dusty's subtle comments of sarcasm just to play along, knowing full well he doesn't believe we've been to the moon or in space travel uh, or that space is real, for that matter. Well, there's a lot of assumptions here, but it uh, <laughs> could be true. <laughs> but more than that, I love that the rest of you know it and egg him on with your subtle comments, your quiet snickering, and humorous reactions to his antics. Dusty, keep the faith. All right. Well, I appreciate that, Matt Graves. Yeah. You're not saying that's true, but you're not saying it's not true. Yeah. You know, we're just having a good time out yep. here. I don't and, feel uh, like uh, I'm egging you on. I feel like Brian does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, if space is real, sending trash to space is the answer. That's the move. <laughs> that is the answer. And you know what? They always say, oh, it's so expensive. But you know what we would do if it were real? We would just build a contraption that gets it to space. Okay. Our own little tower of Babel, but it would be trash. 
a conveyor belt. We're always just putting it on there, and it's uh-huh. just going right up there. Isn't there some talk about building the elevator space? Yeah, the space elevator. Oh, I can't wait. Talk. Somebody, probably a <laughs> listener of the that? podcast. I think, I think we did like a long time ago. A listener of the podcast, I think, sent me a video, and it was showing like something about Earth, and it shows you, and then it zooms out, yeah. and mm-hmm. goes into space, and shows all the planets. But it's never a real video of leaving Earth going to space. It's not. It doesn't <laughs> exist. There's no real video. Sure. Even the even the the Red Bull or whatever jump that that guy mm-hmm. did, yeah, that's fish eye lens. That's that's <laughs> bogus. Mm. If a conspiracy theorist were not to believe in space, what would it take? To be well, there? it would take a lot. I'll be honest, but I, I'd like to see a video of straight up going into space, mm. and then and then it's like even the picture uh, on the moon of the Earth. The Earth appears about the same size as the moon is when you're on Earth. But the Earth is much larger than the moon. So if you're on the moon looking at Earth, it should be gigantic. Mm. But it's still very small, like you're looking at the moon. But it's pretty far away. But it's the same distance as we are from the moon. I don't know if it is. If you're on the moon looking at Earth. I don't don't know if it's the same size as how the moon looks on on Earth. It's pretty... It's not gigantic. It should be gigantic. Yeah, I see what you're saying. The moon's much smaller than Earth, so yeah. it should... Even the landing, when we landed on the moon, uh, apparently there's a video of us landing on the moon. And I'm like, well, will they toss a camera out to an alien? <laughs> hey, give, get a shot of us landing. This is our first time. Get a shot of us here. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's sketchy as I said. Hey, here's the video of us landing on the moon. Talk about when it comes down. Yeah. Uh, a lot of good points, Dusty. Yeah. A lot of good points. Yeah, I mean, it's it's sketchy. I mean, people mm. dig into it. They'll go, that, that Kentucky farmer guy is correct. <laughs> All right. <laughs> D. Marie reasons Aaron would be a good teacher. All right. Number one, he allows students, a.k.a. Brian, to explain a topic such as space and takes over when he says something too wrong like living on the moon. Living on the moon. (laughs) Number two, he calls out kids for doing dumb, pointless things, such as waving at penguins. We need more men in the field, and there's a teacher shortage to fall back on in case you get tired of the comedy grind. All right. So if you ever get tired of, you know, standing up in front of people and bringing them joy, (laughs) uh, become a teacher and uh, get yelled at and potentially stabbed. (laughs) Well, teaching's hard. I mean, I give it up to teachers. I mean, it is hard. Yeah. I mean, I was not, I mean, I was a good student, but I caught, you know, I was so mouthy. Mm -hmm. I always had to make a joke and it just seems like I would not want to be my teacher. And I think kids are much worse than me. Oh, yeah. Did you get in trouble a lot in school? Not in trouble. I did some, you know, I would get, I was just a talker. Mm -hmm. You know, I always had to say something. Mm. So I didn't like. Were you getting laughs? I was getting laughs. Okay. In science yeah, class? Was, That's yeah. all that matters. I mean, I was, yeah. I mean, well, in science, you know, I didn't know what I knew now. But, yeah. uh, but I, you know, I was believing it back then. You yeah. Know, I was believing everything they said. I don't know that I was something too wrong like living on the moon. I mean, I still stand by that. They say they're going to build a lunar base there. That's one of the reasons we're going to the moon. Going back. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah, <laughs> write write five hundred words about that. Bring it back to me tomorrow, <laughs> and we'll talk about it. I mean, I hope people do end up living on the moon. You know, they say that you can shoot a laser up to the moon 
and hit some mirror that we left up there. They did it on Mythbusters. And then it'll reflect back on you. Right. Imagine you're on a, like imagine that you're living on a planet okay. that spins like this. Yeah, we're doing it. And then, uh, and then you got a thing going around you yeah. that's also spinning. Yeah. But on that thing that's spinning, you're both spinning. Yeah. And there's a mirror on it, and you got a laser pointer. <laughs> that laser's going around like like crazy. Yeah. But it's supposed to. You're supposed to be able to target another thing that's also spinning. Yeah. And then that reflects back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not easy. It it cannot be done. I don't think anybody's saying it isn't amazing or difficult. I mean, to even do. if you're on a merry-go-round trying to shoot a laser at your friend. <laughs> You may hit him well, sometimes. I don't think they're standing here holding the laser pointer with their hand trying to keep it still. I think there's some computers involved. But but you're still going around. So yeah. the laser goes out, and then it's just, you know, a, a good thing it's not like a dangerous laser. You'd be cutting through planets <laughs> all over the place out here. <laughs> cutting up stars. The sun's upset. Yeah. Well, I've never heard this. So what happened on Mythbusters? Did, they, they did it? it and they got it back. And but you, like, but yeah. you can't see the laser. Only the computer can pick it up and give you a little blip on the screen to uh, let you know the laser mm-hmm. has come back. <laughs> so, oh well, that doesn't sound very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was great TV, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't believe Mythbusters, especially after you said that your your uncle debunked their uh-huh. debunking. Yeah. So I'm like, well. No, they're not perfect. They were fun back in the day, though. Uh-huh. Back before the internet existed. You know what's really yeah. funny? Have you read about those two guys that are just that don't like each other at all? Oh, no, I have the not. two Mythbusters guys? No. They, you watch the show, and you're like, oh, they're best friends hanging out doing science together. And then apparently they would they'd get done filming, and they just... Well, kind of like this podcast. Yeah, that's what I was hoping you'd make that connection. <laughs> yeah. Can't stand any of you. Yeah. yeah. Well, the lies will eat you up sometimes. You know, you're living a lie and then you, you leave there and you're like, <laughs> you know. One of them probably had a conscious and the other one didn't. Yeah. I bet that's what I it bet, was. Yeah. Yeah, I bet so. Well, they're like, we can't keep lying to the viewers. Yeah. The guy with like the Frenchman's hat. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which one is, is he the good he one? He looks like he sells baguettes yeah. for a living. Yeah. yeah. But he really. I bet those Snopes people hate each other too. Yeah. Really? I think they're a married couple. Oh, Snopes. really? Somebody said that. Snopes is just a married couple. That's what I heard. <laughs> Look it up on Snopes. <laughs> yeah, let's see if that's... I bet I could find that. All right. Nick Ventura. I was listening to the podcast at work and several times during the ants versus human conversation. Mm. Uh, associates of mine would walk by and see me laughing hysterically to the point of crying and the look of confusion on their face was priceless. That has to be the funniest conversation in the history of Nate Land. Keep up the great work, fellas. You guys are impacting the world with comedy. Right. I I felt like that too. Immediately when that podcast was over, I was like, that's the best one that yeah. I feel like I've been a part of. Yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, that was really fun. You feel like that was the best one Dusty you've been a part of? No, I, that's the most fun I'd had in a long in a long yeah. time on here. Just the silliness of it, mm-hmm. and I had people all weekend give me their theories after the show. Almost all of them said we'd stand no chance against the ants. It's kind of just me and Dusty against the world here. I think. Apparently, there is a movie called Them about mm-hmm. humans battling ants. Yeah, people sent us a few different movies that had some references or something similar. Rick and Morty, I think, had something like that. Okay. I <clears throat> I thought about it a little bit more what you said, Aaron, as far as because I think the ants would win, but you kept questioning when do they get this intelligence? Mm-hmm. If it's like we found out February first, ants are becoming as smart as we are, and they're going to come after us, 
then I think we could get after them and get get them wiped out before they get organized. Right. But if we're 30 years in and they've had time to develop their intelligence to their yeah. uses, then I think we got some problems. But how not to not to reintroduce this whole thing, but how would they how would they get organized? I just think they don't, you're underestimating humans. What's your quote? They don't have the means to communicate with each other. But if they're as smart as they are, they would develop communication. So over ants time. would build cell phones and computers, and they might come up with their own thing. But if they're smart as we are, what? Why wouldn't they? How are they going to get their satellites in the sky? That's what I want to. <laughs> we got all the helium. You know what I mean? <laughs> generations and generations, yeah. and yeah, yeah, years and years and years. I'm t- I was thinking a war like right now. So uh, yeah, so a starting point, I guess, is important. Mm-hmm. If they're as smart as we are over generations and they've developed their own ways of doing things, Mm -hmm. then I think we got some problems. Okay. I hope you're wrong. Well, here comes (laughs) uh, Jay Tart. (laughs) Or Jatart. Did you say say here comes? Come on in, JT. Jatart. Jatart. Dusty's comment about OJ struggling to get his glove on was so underrated. You remember saying that? Yeah. There's a lot of underrated comments. Yeah, Yeah. a lot of people love that. And I didn't hear it. I didn't. Didn't hear it all. So. I didn't hear it either. Well, it's like after Henry Cho, yeah, you know, being like, oh, that guy, that guy didn't do it. Yeah, and I was like, he's back there struggling with his glove. Yeah, that's yeah. a great, that's a great one. All right, thank you, Jetart. <laughs> Tyler Leahy. I understand what Aaron means about the ant lifespan. Yes. Let's say this war goes on beyond the average lifespan of an ant. Let's say it lasts longer than a week. who would go to fight a war knowing before they ever left that the absolute best case scenario is they die a week later that's not even considering the fact that the ants would have morals and ethics now and may feel differently about sending their children off to war that's a great point yeah that's that is the point i was trying to make now others argue if they have nothing to live for, they'll just go crazy and do whatever it takes. Yeah, but they the whole argument in favor of the ants was that they act as a unit. They're so organized, they're so militarized, as Nate mm-hmm. said. But once you introduce the human ego, the human consciousness into that, mm-hmm. that's all out the window. And I think the male ants die after they find a mate. Like if they if they well, I guess they go for the queen, and mm-hmm. if they are successful with Get the queen, they, yeah. they die. <laughs> so, you know, maybe the male ants are like, I don't want to go to war. Right. You know, I got I got one purpose here. For this queen that doesn't even love me? Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rachel McCartney. Oh, I got some family in the McCartney. I got some McCartney family, some in-laws. Mm-hmm. Rachel McCartney. Who's going to tell Aaron that fire ants can't float? Can. <laughs> can. Yes, can float. <laughs> okay. I read okay. I just miss. Just occasionally I'll make a sentence mean the exact opposite <laughs> yeah. of what yeah. you're trying to say. <laughs> Who's going to tell Aaron that fire ants can float? Growing up in Florida, we knew going in the water wasn't going to save you. I did not have any idea ants I mean, could that, float. Look at that. We're watching a video here of a floating fire ant bridge. And these fire ants just kind of pile on top of each other, create... A bridge going across the water. That is terrifying. The mm. only fear is the army ants. The Those are the only ones. The You're fire, not scared of fire ants nah, at all? Nah, nah. I, I, I used to sell fire ant killer. 
I've killed millions of fire ants. <laughs> millions of fire ants have been dead at my hands. <laughs> Do you feel guilty about that I at all? I had some of the best fire ant displays in the country. Really? I was featured in the uh, Spectricide uh, Quarterly magazine a couple of times. Really? Yes. <laughs> is that online? That's what it is. I bet it's not. Is I, that in your comedy bio? It should be. That's a great credit. It should be. I had a couple of fertilizer displays in there too. But my fire rank displays were. Well, did you know they could they could pile up and build bridges across water? I did know that. I believe I was trying to talk about the ant bridge during that episode. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we just skipped over it. Bradley from Springfield, Missouri. Hmm. I like that Bradley really. uh, Yeah. Puts it all in there. Yeah. Didn't put his last name, but let us know where he's living. I like Springfield. One thing that was not brought up was that 25% of the world's population is under 15 years old and 10% is over 65 years old. So every baby, child, and elderly person has their own 2.5 million ants to fight. I also think ants would target humans that have to do with the field of pesticides first. Sorry, Dusty, but you're probably towards the top of their hit list. Well, if that's true, they're looking to lose a lot of their army right away. Because <laughs> you're going to be waiting for them. I mean, they better go for the kids uh-huh. and the old people. Yeah, I mean, I would argue that ants have old ants and sure. children too. So Sure, if they're six days old, I mean, yeah. yeah. We'll go after you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, we're, we're thinking that humans are just going to be sitting around waiting for the ants to come, but we'll be on the offensive. We'll be ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hamilton Provosha, Provosha, <laughs> Hamilton Provosha. You think that's right? Yeah, Provosha. He turn around. Yeah, Hamilton. Hamilton Provosha. <laughs> <laughs> just hearing Dusty talk about trusting the government and his house being just fine against the, any insects, I can't stop seeing the parallels between him and Dale from King of the Hill. Making Dusty a regular feature on this show was really added. Has really added a level of sophistication. You would not think those two sentences that he just said <laughs> would go together. But I appreciate it. I like Dale from King of the Hill. I think he's a little weak. Uh, I don't think I'm as dumb as Dale, but mm. um, I, I'm a big fan of Dale. You watched, there? I see Dale there. That's So you watched King of the Hill? I've watched every episode many times. Oh, okay. I'm a big fan. Big fan of Dale. So that's a compliment that he gave me. I'll take it. But yeah. Dale is, you know, he's a little weak, but. What do you mean? Just not smart or physically weak? Oh. And uh, and I'm not saying I'm you know ready to enter a bodybuilding competition, but he's physically weak. And because uh, you know uh, Hank always threatens to you know beat him up, mm-hmm. and he always backs down. I, I would not go for that. I'm not okay. saying I could take Hank. Yeah, but I wouldn't let him just talk to me like that. Okay, you know that's good to know. Huh. Yeah. All right. I thought they were all just buddies hanging out. And I would have known what John Redcorn was up to right away. <laughs> well, I have no idea what that means. John Redcorn had a had a child with his with his girl. They had an affair for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows it except him. Yeah. Oh, and King of the Hill. Yeah. Okay. No, not not like Dusty. Take, like you're taking this very well. <laughs> for someone who travels weekly. Hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too. 
is what's crazy. Um, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? Uh, and I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away. If you have some upcoming travel plans this summer, uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. <laughs> <laughs> your dad might've been onto something. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh. <clears throat> all right, guys, this week we're talking about Kentucky. Oh, all right. That's why I wore this hat. Well, that's why I wore, I wore this hat for two reasons. One, I wanted to dress like Nate because my goal was to sit there and and become Nate, and I was going to put pictures of myself on the wall behind it. But I uh, want the record to show I did not like swoop in and take the chair from Brian. Okay. Yeah, he called shotgun. I, yeah, I don't want I don't want listeners to go. Oh, Brian has earned that seat, and yeah. how dare Dusty get there? It's kind of like in Goodwill Hunting at the end when Matt Damon is gone and. Uh, Casey Affleck moves to the front of the Yeah, everybody car. moves over uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but I did wear this this hat because um, it is Valhalla, which we played in Kentucky. This is the golf course where a couple of things actually happened. One, where I lifted my foot off the ground about three <laughs> seconds after I hit the golf ball. <laughs> we have the video. We've talked about this. I got a great on the podcast a lot. Here's yeah. oh oh boy, it's not going to play. I mean, look at this. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know anything about golf, and I can tell that's bad. <laughs> yeah. I like, mean, it's like your form is there. It's just not all together. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, you're supposed to lift your foot just as you hit the ball. What we're not- mocking here is that, you know, your foot, the, the, the mechanics of your swing are supposed to be such that <laughs> your back foot will turn as you swing right. it. Yeah. But Brian knows you're supposed to do that, but his swing doesn't do that. So <laughs> he manually flips it up. It's like that's a good picture if you just take a still yeah. of his foot raised. Yeah. 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 And you're like, man, what a great follow through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the w- funny thing is, I don't consciously do this, but when I hit a ball good, which that was one of my good ones, <laughs> then I feel the need to lift my foot like a real golfer. Yeah. But when I hit it, poorly i don't even have a chance to do it because it's right over here if you hit it so bad you want people to think that you don't know anything about golf yeah this my like you know you don't want your form to be good and not hitting it that's correct how how would did this swing do how many did it take to get it in well that was a good for me that was a good shot so that's why i felt the uh impulse to lift my foot about three seconds later because i wanted to look like a real golfer uh, for me, that was a that was a good. That one. looked like it landed on the fairway there. It did. Yeah, it did. This is a beautiful course. So, <laughs> that, <laughs> I've watched barely any golf, but that swing there is. Uh, yeah, you know that, what's up. That needs something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't even attempt it, just for fear that this video would exist of me doing it. But this is like you shoot a basketball, and then like three seconds later, you flip the wrist. <laughs> yeah, out, yeah. Like, this one is like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a, a a long-haired guy that wears a white hat that is, seems to be pretty good at golf, and uh, people will tag me in his videos sometimes, uh-huh. and I'm I'm fine people thinking that's how I would be as a golfer. Oh, mm-hmm. I think I've commented on him before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Who is it? I feel like he's... He seems very good at golf. I don't know. 
But is he a celebrity he's, that plays in these golf tournaments? He's a professional golfer? I, I couldn't tell you. Okay. I, the guy I'm thinking about, I think, is a former Major League Baseball pitcher who played in one of these celebrity uh, He wears the golf outfit and uh, seems okay. to be crushing. Okay. I don't know if he's, you know, I don't. he may not be good at putting, but driving, he seems very good. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Berkshire. Maybe so. Former long drive champion of the, oh, okay. Of okay. the world. Talking about this dude? Yeah. Yeah, people tag me in that sometimes, and I go, yeah, all right. Yeah, you. Uh, he's pretty good. My dad said once that golf is a waste of a good cow pasture. And, uh, <laughs> so You agree with him on that one. Yeah, I mean, you know, I got nothing against golf. I know this is a very pro-golf podcast, mm-hmm. but... Uh, not anymore, baby. Yeah, it's not, uh, not been a big thing in my family. No golf clubs got passed down to me. Yeah. Well, I wore this hat because Valhalla is in Kentucky. It's one of the nicer golf courses anywhere. In fact, when my friend reached out to me, people reach out to Nate all the time about playing golf, and he usually says no pretty quickly. And well, I just mean yeah, fans and such. He's busy. He's busy. He's busy. Yeah, he said one time here on the on like I'd love to play with fans, and I still have to go through all those emails. <laughs> Weekly saying sorry, he ain't doing it. Uh-huh. But when my friend reached out and said, Hey, I'm so when you mean he says no, you say no on his behalf. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but when my buddy reached out and said, Hey, I'm a member of Valhalla, um, would would Nate want to come up here and play when we're in, doing shows in Kentucky? I was embarrassed to ask Nate, but he immediately said, Yeah, because that's a that's how nice of a course yeah. that is. Yeah, it's like an iconic one, right? So we went and played, and um, what makes a course good? Well, a lot of things, just um, the how well it's kept, and sometimes it's just the history. I mean, professional tournaments are played at this course. If you saw a bad golf course, you'd go, oh, I get it. Looks like a cow patch. I play some bad golf courses where the grass is all dead. Nobody's taking care of anything. Well, I could see what makes a bad golf course, but well, what makes one particularly good to where you go, ooh, I want to play there? Well, think of the qualities that make a golf course bad, which you just said you know. Yeah, yeah, like you don't do the opposite of grass. Nobody's getting rid of the moles. So a good golf course would be where that stuff is not. No good flowers out there. I mean, on a bad golf course, when you hit it in the rough, it's literally just weeds. But even at this place, even their rough is really nice. Like a bad neighborhood. Yeah, like if you you hit it into the rough, it's like it's rough out there. We we had may not get the ball back. Yeah, you're going to lose it. We had a caddy. That's how nice this was. Okay. All right. See, that's what I'm talking about. Good course. You got a caddy out there. You get your own personal caddy. Yes. Get a golf cart. And we played it. The men played. You get golf carts. Most most places okay. have golf carts. Unless it's like a little But park. they'll be nicer golf carts. Maybe they got a little radio. Oh, cart. yeah. Some of the nicer golf carts have, uh, they got the a digital map of the, the course you're playing. It'll tell you where your ball is and- you ever played? You ever uh, signed up for like eighteen holes and then like four or five in, been like, "I'm pretty done." I've tapped out halfway through once. Yeah. yeah. What What do you do there? You just go back up to the clubhouse and go, "We're done." Nah, you just leave. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to check out or anything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I played with uh, Johnny W one time, and we went down a steep hill, and our cart started leaning, and he thought he was gonna he thought he was gonna tip over, so he jumped out. <laughs> And it was, and he rolled and 
he uh, he broke his toe, big toe. Jeez. So about on the turn, when we got to the ninth hole, he's like, I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. Did and you finish without him? Yeah. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> I was like, hey, I didn't jump out of the cart. I didn't yeah. tell you to jump out of the cart. Um, but, I mean, that seems like a bad course. That course seems bad. If that was a bad course with bad players. You so got people it's a jumping out of the cart. <laughs> <laughs> think it is going to tip over. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's two guys that didn't know what we were doing on a bad court. I can't even blame the course. That was just us. I just I I hate to now know how fast Johnny W will bail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any I mean, trouble, he's gone. I mean, tip yeah. over with a golf cart. The other thing happened on that <laughs> on that out. day is that um, I think Nate talked about it in uh, his last special. That's when um, his dad left his door open. Oh, really? At Valhalla? His dad drove up there and joined us. And when we got, they played with us. And we're out there, you know, a few hours. When we got done and we go back to the parking lot, his dad's car door is just wide open. Wow. And it had been open the whole time. I don't know why I had to show you guys what a <laughs> car door, but I saw Well, make sure he didn't have like a Lamborghini. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't know what kind of car he had. <laughs> yeah. Guy's a magician. I don't know what kind of car he drives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I asked Nate's dad to come because we're talking about Kentucky. Nate's parents are from Kentucky, uh-huh. and I wanted his dad to come, but his dad's with him in Pebble Beach. I was like, he found out Nate wouldn't give me on. Yeah. He's like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Talk to you three guys? Nah, I'm good. Yeah. So do you guys, when you think of Kentucky, do you feel like it's a southern state? I think so. Can we say, though, the reason that we're doing Kentucky is because we're all doing a show in Kentucky this Friday? No. I know we normally do that at the end, but here we are. Yeah. And we're doing a show. Here we are. Who's going to stop us this time, That's right. That's right. Who's going to stop us? Lexington Opera House this Friday. Lexington Opera House. Yeah. This Friday. Yeah. February 4th. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, this Friday. I think it's the 4th. Might have been 3rd. Yeah. It's in February. the 3rd. The first Friday of February. Yeah. Dusty Slay is headlining the Lexington Opera House yeah, in Lexington, Kentucky. Yeah. And Brian Bates and Aaron Weber are opening for him. Yeah, it's going to be a great show. Pretty excited about yeah, it. Yeah, tickets are selling well, I think. I think so. Only I think a few it, tickets I left. Think it may Scoop sell them out, up. Actually, yeah. Scoop them up. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I've always done well in Lexington, so I'm excited. So, But when you're in Lexington or Louisville, well, I'll say for myself, I feel like that's almost like the Midwest. Mm. Kentucky is one of those weird states to me. It is a southern state, but they're like on the border of Ohio yeah. and Illinois. Yeah. It wasn't a Confederate state. What was it? It was a neutral. That's right. Yeah. I still feel like Kentucky's southern, though. It is. I mean, it, the Mason-Dixon line runs right there yeah. over it, on yeah. the Ohio River. So technically, it is southern. Right. I'm just saying how you feel. When I'm there, I almost feel like. I don't feel like I'm in the South. I feel, oh. I feel like it's Southern. Some parts me. you're there, you're like, wow, this is the South. Well, if you're sure. at like if you're yeah. at Newport, Kentucky, where where it just becomes Ohio, Cincinnati, or, yeah, yeah, then it you know maybe not as much, but but that's basically. But Lexington to me feels like the very classy Southern city. Mm. Lexington does, yeah, with yeah. the white fences the everywhere. Horses. Yeah, horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think so. I was just, I mean. Kentucky is closer to us than any other state as far as just getting there. We can get to Bowling Green an hour yeah. from here. Yeah. So it's, that's certainly south. But Kentucky is a weird state to me where I feel like parts of it almost don't feel southern. But, yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on what makes things feel southern to you. Yeah, yeah I guess that's part of the question. <laughs> I guess you're right. You put <laughs> you it back know? on me, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> – Mm. I mean, because there's parts of Michigan that feel Southern. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, 
Yeah. Ohio, too. I mean, it's like uh, Illinois, for instance. Growing up, I thought all of Illinois was uh, Chicago. I thought that's what the state was. Um, You know, I didn't give it that much thought, but you just think of the state (laughs) being like, oh, this is all Chicago. I mean, I can see that with New York State, thinking it's all New York City. But, um, you know, then you get in Illinois and you're like, oh, there's a lot of cornfields around here. Yeah. Yeah. New York State is the same way. I mean, New York State is gigantic mm-hmm. and new york city is a tiny little tiny little place i opened for dusty at the, the decatur illinois at the airport oh yeah <laughs> we did, yeah we did a show at the airport the green room was yeah. the concourse called mm. the main hangar yeah and it was an italian restaurant and uh after the show the guy goes let me take you to a place to get the best pizza in town and it was not his restaurant. <laughs> he, he owned a different Italian restaurant. <laughs> and we went there, and then he made fun of me for wanting uh, green pepper and mushroom pizza. He did. He wanted to get a certain, like, I don't eat a lot of pizza meats. And he wanted, you know, a meat pizza. And I was like, well, let me get, you know, green pepper and mushroom. Mm. And the guy made fun of me about it. Like, he it said things that we can't say. But yeah. he was, uh, I was like... Take it he easy. Call Dusty some rude words. Yeah. I'm like, geez, man. I just, uh, you know, you, you, I didn't even want pizza. You made me come here. But I like that guy, though. That guy was nice. And the yeah. club, that club closed. But, it did. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Went out of business. Yeah. So I've done shows in. <laughs> Speaking of Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My bad. How about some stuff in Illinois? I've done shows in Lexington, Louisville, Paducah, and Bowling Green, I think. I think that's it. I've done Elizabethtown. Okay. E-Town, they call it. Yeah. Right? Or we talked about that. Uh-huh. I can't remember the difference. Because mm-hmm. I said Elizabethan. Elizabethton. There's a town in Tennessee called Elizabethton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got a lot. Uh, I've done comedy in Louisville in a guy's basement one time. That's where I met Jeff Toy. That's who gave me this hat. Mm. And... Um, uh, we we did that show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then we went to like a uh, like a Thai restaurant, and uh, one of the guys working there had seen me on Comedy Central. Oh wow! And I was like, well, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I'm just here doing a guy's basement. <laughs> it was a very fun show though. Uh, and then we've uh, yeah, I've done Lexington. I used to do University of Lexington, the uh, Tom Sobel gigs. Uh, Kentucky. Go, yeah, K- Kentucky. Lexington. University of Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. what did I say? The University of Lexington. <laughs> yeah, University of Kentucky in Lexington. There you go. Where, um, you know, no, it would be like in a lunchroom. So uh-huh. the show would be free for the students, and then there would be food in there. And people would come in there while you're on stage, get food, and leave. <laughs> I'm up there doing comedy. The show's free. Yeah. You just sit down. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I would have done the same thing though. Yeah, <laughs> trying to eat. Some guys up there talking, like, struggling. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How much time are you doing? Um, when you a headline, you do an hour, I think. And oh, when you feature, you do thirty minutes. So oh, I featured more times than I headlined. I headlined only once, I think. And then, fortunately, by the time I made it to headline, I was on to better gigs. Yeah, yeah. I've done a lot in Kentucky. I actually now you mentioned Tom Sobel gigs. I feel like I've done. I did one in where the Cornbread Mafia was there. That's like a real thing. Uh, Google Cornbread Mafia. For some reason, I feel like that's spelled with a K. I don't think so. I think it's spelled normal way. The Cornbread Mafia. Yeah. Um, man, I've, oh, I got, the Cornbread Mafia was the name for a group of Kentucky men who created the largest domestic marijuana production operation in United States history. 
Mm. The term cornbread mafia was first used publicly by federal prosecutors in a June 1989. So you were just starting comedy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been in it a while. Yeah. yeah. 70 men have been arrested for organizing a marijuana trafficking ring that stretched across 30 farms in 10 states. Did they hide it in cornbread? I don't know. I just remember doing this town, you know, and they were like, you know, the cornbread mafia is from here. And I was like, okay. I hadn't thought about it since, but pretty sure that was a Tom Sobel gig. Yeah, I've done a lot of Tom Sobel gigs in Kentucky. What do you when you think of Kentucky? What do you think of? I think of I immediately think of the college basketball team. What do you think of? Or do you um, have I, I feel like I think of like Kentucky Derby. Yeah. Uh, I think of SEC. I don't think of the basketball team because I don't really like basketball. Well, neither do I. Yeah, but I mean they're the best, football. obviously. Yeah, but mm-hmm. um, I think about that um, whiskey, bourbon. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I think you pretty much. I think of college basketball. I think about you know horse racing. Uh, you know, you think about hills and mountains and hill people. Yeah. I do think about that too. I know that's not all of Kentucky, and even some in Tennessee and some in Alabama. I get uh, it, but I do think of bluegrass, bluegrass music. Um, you know, um, yeah. Uh, apparently, my wife watches the show Thousand Pound Sisters, and they're from <laughs> Kentucky. So you think of them? <laughs> yeah. So now I think of them. <laughs> My wife's Canadian, right? So she just loves these kind of Southern women. That she's just a kind of a train wreck. The one lady has like nearly died a couple of times on the show. She's like, it's amazing she's alive. One of them has lost a bunch of weight. I saw. Yeah, the thousand pounds. Yeah. They're not even a thousand pounds anymore. I think she lost the weight, but Hannah was saying she's she's gained it back now oh, for the show. That's sad. Yeah. We got another season. Yeah. <laughs> we got renewed. Get yeah. back no. <laughs> Get to eating. We're shooting three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get canceled. Yeah, I watched a little bit. Of, uh, there's like eight different shows just about. It's just like. Yeah, it's hard for me to watch. TLC is just like, here's fat people. When mm. it gets that big, though, it's like, it, yeah, I feel a little claustrophobic. <laughs> That's their slogan. That's TLC. It, here's it used to be the people. learning channel. Yeah. Now it's just. Well, they needed to make money. People yeah. were like, we're not trying to learn. <laughs> Just get to some fat people, but you know when 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 people are very large, yeah, you know, like like in a way that it becomes immobile, yeah, it feels claustrophobic to me. Like <laughs> you ever like like you can't move good, yeah, like yeah. you're still your same soul inside, yeah, but you can't move good. <laughs> yeah, that must be frustrating. Yeah, <laughs> that scares me. Immobility scares you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You I ever get try that. to put on a T-shirt and you can't quite get your arms in right, and you're like yes. trapped in there for a minute, and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, that's how I have yeah. <laughs> for a minute. Yeah, that's how I feel. Get me out of here. Yeah, try doing that every morning. <laughs> <laughs> like, like when you bring a baby home from the hospital, they teach you to swaddle the baby. Yeah, and I couldn't do it because I just pictured myself. Being wrapped up in that thing like oh, that and yeah. not being able to—it's like a straitjacket. Yeah, I was like, I can't do that to her. So you don't wear. Have you seen those? Uh, there's a guy in Shark Tank that had like a blanket that's supposed to help your anxiety, where it just oh, like wraps yeah. around you tight, like no. co- a cocoon. No way. You don't like that? No, I mean, I I don't know how that doesn't give people anxiety. But can you still control your arms? I mean, I think you can get out of it. Yeah, yeah. For I mean, sure. the arms are the issue, right? Yeah. Well, the legs too. If my legs get t- tied up in a way that like I did a massage chair at the airport and they got the grips that go over your legs. Mm. And I thought about that, like it squeezes and it feels good. But I thought, well, what if it just locked me in here? Uh-huh. 
Would I be able to get out? Now, I overcame, and I did the massage chair three times. Sounds yeah. very relaxing. It's $5 for 19 minutes. I what? was like, I'm here for a while. You've also been tanning, right? I like a tanning bed. But you yeah. don't get claustrophobic in a tanning You bed? can slip out the sides. Okay. It's not in a box. If it were a box, that would scare me. Of all the things that you're against, tanning bed just does not seem... I love the sun. I think it's good. I well, think it's Go good. on the sun. Well, sometimes it's cold. <laughs> Hmm. How am I going to get sun? In the this winter is the time? blanket we're talking about. Would you feel uncomfortable in that? I would. Just even the look of it um, as a man being in that thing. <laughs> well, that's different. Look at that guy. And uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but no, I wouldn't like that. I don't like stuff all holding my legs. Yeah. So would uh, Hannah swaddle your baby? Well, I don't think our baby really liked it. The hospital told us that she was going to like it, but she kept working her arms out of there. We'd mm. swaddle her and we'd wake up in the morning and she had her arms out. And I was like, I don't think she likes it. Yeah. And I, I just ha- even had a little dream about me being swaddled up. <laughs> and I was like, let's take her out of that. Mm. And she started sleeping great after that. Mm. So I don't trust what they're telling you at the hospital. <laughs> I'll tell you that. That's why I don't, I like a tanning bed. They say it's bad for you. I go, that's probably fine. It's probably <laughs> what we need. It's what they say is good for you. That's what you should be worried right, about. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Mm. Um, <laughs> exactly. So Kentucky uh, was the fifteenth state to join the union. I mm. find that very interesting because there's the thirteen original colonies. Yeah, and then you just think they worked their way. I mean, it's pretty fast. Who was fourteen? Yeah. Um, I'm guessing Vermont. Vermont. Yeah, Vermont was not one of the original thirteen. Oh, I love that idea that they're like Vermont, yeah. then Kentucky. Let's get it in there. But Kentucky, I think, is um, you know the, the I think the mountains. They said that Tennessee was hard to settle because of getting over the mountains to get here. Yeah, Daniel Boone kind of helped blaze a trail. Kentucky was part of Virginia, and then when Virginia was one of the originals, so then they're like, ah, let's just go ahead and make them one too. Let's just break it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think uh, Daniel B- Boone. Blazed a Virginia trail. Virginia got broke up a couple of times then, huh? And they I were guess like, so. later, uh, you guys are West Virginia. Virginia feels a little elitist. Kentucky is one of four states that's a commonwealth. It's Technically, its name is the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Oh, yeah. And I looked up what that meant. It really doesn't mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> Most of it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kentucky slogan. So they tried in 2002 to come up with a slogan for Kentucky and they came up with it's that friendly meaning we're so friendly here with Southern hospitality you'll want to come back and everybody thought it was cheesy and uh, yeah that's terrible generic. and they were like I went to Louisville and I didn't <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I got mugged <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's that friendly yeah <laughs> let's get out of here uh, so then a few years later the new governor changed it to unbridled spirit and apparently on the Welcome to Kentucky signs today, there still says, still says Unbridled Spirit. I like Unbridled Spirit because they got a lot of horses up there too. So you're unbridled, mm-hmm. wild. Double meaning there. You know, in Louisville, there used to be the interstate crosses over into Indiana, right? That's how you get to Indianapolis, mm-hmm. right there. And there was a bridge that was the interstate bridge. Oh, yeah. And then one day they built a new bridge and it became a toll bridge oh, yeah. where they would just send you a bill oh, in the mail. Yeah. So you cross over and then you get a bill in the mail. And then when you pay it, they charge you an extra fee for a convenience fee. 
Oh, and then they charge you late fees if you don't pay it on time, which I always have a problem with because I'm all about paying on time. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you didn't know I was coming across that day. So you weren't expecting that money. So I wrote them a letter and <laughs> I was like, you're saying that this, uh, you're just doing this to pay off the bridge. Mm-hmm. You've, you've made it a toll to pay it off. And I'm like, well, when when are we getting it paid off? Yeah, yeah. Like, how close are we to this goal? When have we broken even on this bridge? And the last I heard, people had filed a class action lawsuit against them over oh, that. Oh, good. And I'm very happy about that. It's yeah. like, don't, but I didn't ask for a new bridge. Exactly. And then, but you should put on the thing, give us a countdown to say, this is how close we are to paying it off. And then each car that passes through, it clicks off. Uh-huh. And then we could go, all and right. And then it's free. And then it feels good. Yeah. But it just feels like you're robbing me. Yeah. And I've had it, I've been upset with Louisville since. I am so- doing comedy there later in the year. So <laughs> I do still love them, but I've been upset with but them. But is it even Louisville? That's the problem? It's Louisville's bridge. So, and then yeah. when oh, you get is. to the other end, then you cross over to Indiana. I think you can cross that the other way, no toll. Oh. I feel like. That's just that could be that could be incorrect. Nickel and diamond, yeah. Well, I signed up for that toll bridge, and I just pay it monthly, um, just to get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. But since I haven't been in a while, Is that true? I need rocket money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, that is not true. But if it was, I would sign up for Rocket Money. You guys know Rocket Money? Oh, we love Rocket Money. You used to call it Truebill, right? Yeah. I still call it Truebill, so I forget. In my head, I think of Truebill. Yeah, I'm always... looking for the app. I'm like, where's Truebill? Oh, it's Rocket Money. Yeah, us old school guys, we know what is Truebill. It is Rocket Money now. It's your personal <laughs> finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, like toll bridges, mm-hmm. monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills. All in one place. We all got a bunch of stuff we signed up for years ago. Our life changes. I still get Dusty's monthly newsletter. There was (laughs) one of him on there blowing smoke. Yeah. I don't even know how he did that, but because like it was like animation. Yeah. Yeah, The poster guy. Brian doesn't understand a GIF. (laughs) Mickey (laughs) Cox. Very good. Yeah. How's that picture moving? (laughs) I didn't even know it was called GIF. Uh, I didn't know it was called GIF. I think it was GIF. I thought it was GIF, yeah. yeah. Well, the guy who invented it said it was GIF, so oh, okay. I trust him. Mm. You should talk to Greg Warren about that. Yeah. Uh, over 80% of people have subscriptions <laughs> they forgot about. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash Nate. We should change that to Brian, but... <laughs> For today, it's rocketmoney.com slash Nate. That's rocketmoney.com slash Nate. Rocketmoney.com slash Nate. Yeah. It is really useful. You should check it out. I do want to get, I've said it a couple of times, but I do want to get on it because I bet I'm paying for things that I don't know about. Yeah, dude. You know where GIF's manufactured? Uh, I almost said that word wrong. I would think. um, um, You were so excited to ask that. (laughs) Got ahead of myself Uh, there. Where is it? Where would it be? I said a bad word. A peanut place. I'm going to say Alabama too, but but hold on. There's a lot going on. Let's think about it. We're doing a a Kentucky episode. (laughs) Oh, yes. I'm guessing somewhere in the state of Kentucky. You are correct. Um, E-Town, Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Oh, I wanted to say this though. My. All right, we'll move on. <laughs> about that. No, we'll go back to it. But about the smoking photo. Okay. Yeah. So my dad, so we're out, we're talking, we're sitting, having dinner. My daughter's asleep. And I'm talking to him about like 
you know, pills that people are on. And I'm just, you know, I'm just having conversation about how sad, you know, catching up, how how sad it is. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, Oh, I heard about this person. They're having a hard time. And then my dad goes, and then my son's out here just smoking cigars everywhere. And I'm like, well, I don't know how that's the same at all. And then my dad like brings up my aunt. He's like, you know, your aunt Becky wouldn't like that. And I'm like, my aunt Becky, I have not seen her in years. I mean, I like my Aunt Becky, but I don't know that I'm ever worried mm-hmm. about my Aunt Becky telling me not to smoke cigars. Mm-hmm. Aunt Becky went to jail. Did she? That was a different Aunt Becky from uh, Full House. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lori yeah. yeah. yeah, Laughlin. Cool. Smoking yeah. and joking. That is cool. It's a you, fun poster. You know what state has the most tobacco production? Um, I'm going to go with Kentucky. <laughs> Alabama, actually. No. <laughs> uh, North Carolina's one, Kentucky second. Okay. Yeah, I thought North Carolina was the tobacco state, but I was basing it off Aaron's logic. that. So, Jeff manufactured in Kentucky. And tobacco is uh, second largest in Kentucky. And, and Kentucky had the most percentage of smokers up until recently. West Virginia has passed them. All right. I believe it. But West Virginia holding strong. But Jeff is manufactured in Lexington, Kentucky. Wow. Where we'll be. That's where the Smuckers. Wow. If so, you know. Smuckers makes Jeff. Smuckers owns Jeff. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, deep. Yeah. Well, we were talking about that with Greg Warren. He was like, it's a little it's a little dicey. Greg shot a special in Lexington. He so. did. Is that why? I don't know. <laughs> Trying to get that peanut butter folks out. Yeah. If you know, if anybody, any listeners work at the Jeff factory, we'd love to get a tour. Yeah, Aaron and Brian would love a tour. <laughs> I guess I'm leaving early that day. Uh, I was going to be watching my daughter up until we left, but now I'm going to go do a tour of the world. I mean, you wouldn't want to see the factory? I do. I got a lot I want to do, though. I want to see the cocaine bear. Uh, <laughs> Is that in Lexington? Yeah, we talked about that on previous episodes. I'd like I don't to get listen my, during the episodes. I'd like Brian, to get my belt this. repaired. I got a belt made in Kentucky. Yeah, I'd, like, <laughs> I'd like to get my belt repaired. Well, I got to run some errands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This just meet each other at the show. How about that? <laughs> Bring some peanut butter to the show. Yeah. That's all I want. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would like it. I don't know if I can fit it in. You would want to. I would, would love to. Yeah. Okay. I'd be interested in it. Okay. Have you done I've been the- to some factories, never a peanut butter factory. I've well, that's a, what me too. I've been to a bread factory and a pesticide factory. You know, a guy hit us up. I didn't even know if I told you all this. A guy hit us up from the Hardee's headquarters. Oh, yeah. And their test kitchen is. In Franklin, Tennessee. I love Hardy's. I was not even in Kentucky. <laughs> then we'll head back down to Franklin, Tennessee. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to squeeze this in our trip this weekend, okay. but I'm saying for future reference, he said, come on by the test kitchen. You can try some stuff that hasn't even been rolled out to the menus yet. Mm. So I if do you guys love are interested in that, I'd love to check that out. I don't know if I like to try a – I don't like to be first, first up on a thing, but – We're not – What kind of stuff would they be trying out? Just experimental stuff that hasn't hasn't made the main menu yet. <laughs> yeah. Because they're always trying to rethink stuff. Well, I love Hardee's. I mean, I'm a big fan. I went to a Hardee's with my dad in Opelika recently. <laughs> we went to a Hardee's because we tried to go to Jack's, but the manager didn't show up, so it wasn't open. <laughs> so we had to go to Hardee's. <laughs> they have a handmade sign in the window? <laughs> no, they had a bunch of employees in the parking lot. Like, we can't get in because the manager. Whoa. Yeah. Is that so, Jack didn't show up? I guess so. Yeah. What about Kentucky Fried Chicken? See, I'm trying I, to get back home. I love KFC. Yeah, sorry. I keep- I, you know, I haven't eaten KFC in a long time, but when I was in high school, I was like, I hit up KFC like every day. Original recipe. Unbelievable. Did that start in Kentucky? Yeah. Okay. 
Corbin, Kentucky. Colonel Sanders starts selling. Well, it. that's not a crazy question. It could, you know, could have been a trick question, right? Could have been a trick question. Could have been. Could have been. Could have been actually in Cincinnati. You know. Yeah. And or trying to make it more authentic. Or that's he right. could be just a Kentucky-born guy bringing his chicken to another state. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But Kentucky Fried Chicken sounds better than Ohio Fried Chicken. It does. I love Ohio, but it yeah, Ohio fried chicken doesn't have the right. OFC. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. But if that was what it is the entire time, we'd probably be like, Kentucky fried chicken. That sounds weird. Potentially. Yeah. Potentially. I think all names sound weird at first, and then you just get on board with them. Yeah. What about Alabama fried chicken? AFC. AFC. Well, that's already an acronym. <laughs> yeah. That's for the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. Harlan Sanders was – OFC is an Harlan Sanders coach. was his name. Mm-hmm. And the governor made him an honorary colonel. And he's like, I'll play the part. So he started dressing. I don't know what that is about being a colonel. but he So started- he didn't serve in the military? <laughs> no, I think he was just a. I thought he was a war hero, dude. Yeah. Um, he started back from the war, super. started frying up chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir, for your service. His name's, Har- you know, I think they say Hazard, Kentucky, or Harlan County is like the most, one of the most dangerous places in the country. For what What reason? Murder. <laughs> but who's doing it, I guess? Oh. Nice, the, the Cornbread Mafia? I think it was a, maybe a moonshine town back oh, in the day, yeah. and, they, oh, yeah. and it's just really still dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. But it's good KFC out there. Have you guys seen this KFC logo? <laughs> this is the KFC logo. And somebody pointed this out online, and now I can't unsee it. Uh, this yeah. is supposed to be his tie, but it sure looks like a little stick figure. Mm. Yeah. And that's his head on top of his arms and legs right there. And it looks much different now. Yeah. Yeah, like a little dancing Colonel Sanders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just He's like, come on, eat this chicken. Get down here and eat some of this chicken. <laughs> do a little dance. Do a little dance. Get some of the chicken. Well, Papa John's, which is also in Kentucky. Oh yeah, Louisville. Louisville. There, John had some issues, you know, the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah. So they changed Papa John's apostrophe s to just Papa John's because they don't want to say this is John's pizza. It's just Papa John's. So oh, okay, the new logo. There's no apostrophe s. Did you know that, Aaron? No. I love how they think it, the people that eat Papa John's are really that conservative. <laughs> They're like, I'm just looking for a pizza here. I don't know. I don't care for John's politics, but yeah. I'm looking for a pizza here yeah. with the cheese on top of the toppings. It's just funny how they're like, we got to distance ourselves, but that is what everyone knows it as. So somebody said, what if we just take off the apostrophe? Well, they go, yeah, are, is you, that's that's the guy from the Papa John. For, well, it's not his. Yeah. It's not his pizza. It's, this is a new guy's last name's John's. Yeah. <laughs> He's a newborn dad. He's a new dad. <laughs> yeah, newborn dad. So, um, through the loom, also Kentucky. They got some oh. major companies coming out of Kentucky. I love fruit of the loom. Well, they're based in Bowling Green. Did you know that? I grew up with that underwear, fruit of the looms. <laughs> I didn't know that though. Well, they're in they're in Bowling Green. I was going to ask you guys, but you see the logo there. Yeah. Oh, is this the uh, Mandela effect question? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I've heard yeah. Of this one. Okay. I believe it that there used to be a cornucopia in it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you listeners, when you think of the fruit of the loom oh, logo, did I, did I ruin it? No, I ruined it. I looked at it a little oh, okay. too quickly. But you listeners, when you think of the fruit of the loom <laughs> logo, what are you visualizing in your head? What are you seeing? I, I envision a cornucopia with a bunch of fruit in front of it. Yeah, well, you'd be wrong. Mm. Just fruit. It's just fruit. Not even a loom. Do you have a story there. behind that? Or what is that what is that all about? I read on Reddit that there was somewhere a cornucopia. 
Um, so it's not like it's completely false. And I also looked up what each one of these fruits are. One of them, something I never even heard of. <laughs> I was going to quiz you. <laughs> I'm going to go with apple for that one. Okay. Grapes. All right. I'm and going, then, uh, you know what? Yeah, I'm stumped on the other two. I'm going Boom. grapes again. I'm assuming they're all grapes. And then the other one I'm saying is muscadines. That's a good guess because I don't know what that is either. Muscadine wine. Yeah, or Scotland's. The yellow ones are the ones. You know that, those Scotland's? No. <laughs> That's like a muscadine. Okay. <laughs> you said one word, place another word I never heard of. So, yeah, let's see what Scotland's are. Scotland fruit. Okay. They look like little... Nah, that's not the kind of scuttlings we were eating. <laughs> it's some kind of British thing. Okay. I can't find scuttlings. Yeah, scuttlings were like, uh, like muscadines are like purple or whatever. Scuttlings were like green. Mm. Is that one right here? But a real, yeah, no, not that big. It's like a grape size, but a real thick skin. You don't really eat the skin. You just kind of eat the, eat the inside. Okay. You just kind of bite it and then swallow it. What's on the Fruit of the Loom logo? So the yellow one, this, that's the only one we didn't cover, I believe, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Yellow Gooseberries or White Currants. I guess it has two different names. Gooseberries. Okay. I've never heard of currants. You guys know currants? I've heard of know. current. Oh, well, that's what it is. Like in an ocean. Yeah. Well, that's spelled differently, but it's with an A-N-T. Oh, C-U-R-R-A-N-T. Yeah. Okay. It's like a half cherry, half grape. Uh, <laughs> not really. Well, I don't know what a loom is necessarily, but when you got several types of grapes and an apple, that's not really fruit of the loom. You know what I mean? I would think it would be a, uh, just a banana and need a little more diversity. Yeah. Get some other fruits in yeah, here. Yeah. Peaches. What do you, are you guys old enough to remember when the men played the, the characters? Yes. In the commercials. Yeah. Where yeah. they're all dressed up. They were diverse. Oh, I do remember. Oh, they were. There was a black guy in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> They had but more they diversity were, in the people than they did the fruit. But they were all grapes, though, weren't they? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, I remember they had a whole uh, I like a an grape, apple in there. Yeah, grape man. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, well. Yeah, the grape yeah, is a grape guy. Yeah. Hot Pockets. They're all made in Mount Sterling, Kentucky. Wow. Kentucky's actually making a lot of my favorite stuff. Post-it gotta, notes. All made in Cynthiana, Kentucky. Sounds very southern to me. They now, is that true? On. The way post-it notes were created, have you ever heard that story? No. That some guy. <laughs> Let's hear it. Some guy was trying to get an order of wallpaper, and he he did he didn't put decimals in. He shipped it off, and they they came back really really small. And he was like, "Oh, this is actually pretty useful." It was a shipping error. Mm. And then he thought, "Well, let's just make post-it notes." It's not what I read. Okay, what'd you read? Just that somebody was wanting a way to have some labels. So to, you knew the real story? Do you let me tell that whole thing of nonsense? I, well, I didn't know what you were going to say. But I think that, that I read that somewhere. You could put it over drywall if you got a hole in your wall. Isn't that a much better story than the one I had? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Then let's just make that. In the, the movie Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion, <laughs> they claim to have invented post-it notes. Oh, really? Yeah. And they get, you know. Were they from Kentucky? Tough to say, but I don't think so. <laughs> Oh, that was their story they made up. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like when I watched that documentary, The Battered Bastards of Baseball, which I told you guys about, right. one of the guys went on to help invent post-it notes. Maybe everybody's just claiming it. I don't know. Well, it's one of those fun things. To, nobody knows who really invented that, and it's such a – they're everywhere. You know, it's a fun thing to say. In Mean Girls, one of the characters, Gretchen Wiener, said that her father invented toaster strudel. Mm. Hmm. Who knows if that's true? 
Did you like toaster strudels? I've never had. I never liked them. I thought, uh, just do a Pop-Tart. You know what I mean? It's not complicated here. Well, the Corvette Museum is in Bowling Green as well, where they made a very cool mix. <laughs> when I worked at Channel 5, I heard a lot of crazy stories that I always knew. That ain't true. That ain't true. When people would call. Yeah. Some guy called one day and said, yeah, there's just a giant sinkhole opened up at the Corvette Museum, and about nine Corvettes just fell in the bottom of this sinkhole. And I was like, thinking, there's no way uh-huh. that's true. That one was true. Wow. A giant sinkhole opened up, and they all fell in there. And Did they uh, get them back? I think they maybe – they rebuilt, but I think they left a – I've never been there. Exhibit just to show where all these sinkhole, where all these Corvettes fell down the sinkhole. So this is in 2014. This happened. What do you yep. think they go when that happens? Well, it doesn't open up to the core of the Earth. I mean, you know, they go. Yeah, but where do you think they go? To the bottom of the sinkhole. But what's down there? You well, can see like the bottom. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like some dirt. And- oh, this is a small one. It's wide, but it's not very deep. <laughs> That looks like toy no, just going down. Just yeah, who knows? Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. They say there's some sea coals in Florida where people whole houses have been swallowed up and uh-huh. people die, just vanish. Yeah, yeah. Now is that the exhibit or is that the actual aftermath? That seems like toy cars to me. That, that's why I was asking. That almost looked like toys, but no, that's from 2014. So I guess that's when it happened. That's pretty hilarious to me. Like I hate it for them, but it's like the idea of the luxury of these cars, and we're just like showing these cars off, and then the Earth goes. <laughs> Just swallows them up. I love that. A little bit of cosmic justice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I got a couple more things I wanted to get to here. Okay. So I haven't been, my mom's been to both of these, uh, the Creation Museum and the Ark Encounter. Mm -hmm. I thought that was the same thing. Same people run it. Okay. Um, EIG answers in Genesis, but the Creation Museum was first. And at the Creation Museum, you guys, either you guys been? No. No. Um, they, um, it was, well, I'm drawing a blank here. Ken Ham started oh, Ken it. Ken Ham, right. yeah. And he did a debate with uh, Bill Nye. Bill Nye, yeah. And it helped raise money for this creation museum. And they have a dinosaur there called Ebenezer. And they say that dinosaurs lived with, with humans mm-hmm. and that the earth's 6,000 years old. And they, this dinosaur's on display because they have some evidence that it was here during the flood. And um, that it was it died during the flood, so it's that's their kind of one of one of their big displays is this dinosaur. And the Ark Encounters, they have a life size Ark are built to the specifications in the Bible, right? Yes. So it's huge. Here's a picture of it. Pretty massive. Yeah. And did they build it the way that it would have been built in the Bible, or with, do you think they use modern just tools? Three men. <laughs> yeah, the three. No dudes, and the sons. Ken Ham men? out there doing it. Yeah. Well, I don't think they did that and. From a John Chris video, there's like fire alarms on there and smoke detectors uh-huh. and things like that for modern safety. But it's bathrooms, dimensions. Yeah. yeah, probably that. Dimensions are the size of the ark. I always thought about this with Noah. I mean, can you imagine? Let's say that you you built a boat, right? Yeah. You built the ark, and then everybody was laughing at you, making fun of you the whole time, and then the earth flooded. Mm. Yeah. I would think on that first day, you come out on the deck, cup of coffee, looking out. You're like, all right, that worked ah. out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, that feels pretty good, honestly. And that's why, you know, they always try to say Noah was a drunk. But I think he spent, you know, 
all this time on a boat with six people and a bunch of animals. I think when he got off, he was like, I'd like to kick back a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like to I'm going to grow some grapes and try to, you know, have a little wine here. Get naked. Well, in yeah. the story, doesn't he, when it happens, he opens them. He, doesn't he let all those people on after all? Or do, do they? No, I don't know. Oh, I was no. thinking of Evan Almighty. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, no, no. In, in well, real life, no. They all those people were gone. I oh. mean, from my children's Bible, which is kind of crazy that this is the kids' Bible. There was like illustrations of people like Noah, help us, because oh, now yeah. it's pouring down rain and flooding, you know, right. and it's up to here on them, and and they're like Noah, and he's like, see, yeah, I wouldn't want to yeah. be you. Yeah, he's like trying to get you to pay attention. <laughs> That's Sugar what I cup. learned when, yeah. in Sunday school when I was eight. The sugar coating it for the kids. And they're like, well, you were drunk slurring your words. I didn't understand what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I would have thought the Creation Museum and Ark Encounter would be up your alley, but I can tell from no, your no that you're no, not I'm on interested board. in it. I would see it, but, you know, um, I don't know. Uh, I don't really like those things. Mm. I mean, I'm interested in it. I think if I was there, I would go see it, but. But they're closer than real museums, I would think you would think, right? <laughs> I mean, they're at least onto something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, real, I would. I don't. Museums. I would. <laughs> I mean, it's just funny. I like yeah. an art museum because I like to look at art. But yeah. yeah, like a dinosaur museum, they're always like, you know, you know my stance. Where they're always yeah. like, "Here's a bone we found, and then we made these others." <laughs> but well, we you, got the others in storage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're being clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Middlesbrough, Kentucky, was built in a crater. Um, a uh, meteorite hit Middlesbrough. In the middle of it? <laughs> well, I think the meteorite hit first, and then the town was built around it. But if it wasn't for this crater, they said people wouldn't be able to get over the mountains and get there. So this this meteorite really helped them out. Okay. Hmm. You can kind of see it. It's been uh, it's overgrown with trees and stuff now, but you can kind of see it carved out here. Well, it's 300 million years ago. That mm. they said this so, exact opposite of the creation. They, they've had some time to. So three hundred mil. So they couldn't have got over the mountain. This was the largest mountain in the world. Then. Uh, I don't know what you're asking. Well, you said that crater. Thanks to the meteor, three hundred million years ago, people were able to get there. Well, the crater. Um, yes, that's so. The meteor they say hit three hundred million years ago that that caused this whatever. It's surrounded by mountains, Appalachian Mountains. Yeah. And if it wasn't there, there would just be another mountain that people oh, okay. couldn't get over. But to answer your question, yes, the Appalachian Mountains used to be the biggest mountains in the world. Oh. That's what they say. Okay. But mm-hmm. then the meteorite came. No, not this not this meteorite. It was just tectonic shifts. Oh, okay. Over time. You know. And it made other mountains bigger. Well, yeah. It pushed them. <laughs> Pushed them up. Yeah, that's what mountain when the, the plates get pushed up, they get okay. pushed up. Yeah, yeah, like that. So that's what happened to the Grand Canyon that they've just pulled away. <laughs> the Grand, <laughs> Grand and like oh, there's a big. Uh, the Grand uh, Canyon was erosion for yeah. millions of years. Millions and millions and millions of years. Why do you think that the rivers have not done that in other places? Oh, the erosion does happen everywhere. But why do you think it's not been to that extreme? Like well, the there can only be one Grand Canyon. Like the Mississippi River, you would think, would be cutting out quite a canyon. Well, just give it time. Yeah. yeah. Let it's it. new. It's a new river. Check back in a few million years, <laughs> yeah. and we'll yeah. see what happens to it's it. It's gotten bigger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the Kelly-Hopkinsville encounter, one of the most famous cases of UFO alien Ooh. cases. I think I briefly mentioned this on our Aliens Part 1 episode. The term Little Green Men, a lot of people think it came from this incident so hopkinsville kentucky which is again about an hour from here I had a roommate from hopkinsville 
Um, so in 1955, <laughs> what, <laughs> I'm just, just giving some Kentucky. color to the yeah. story. Yeah. <laughs> I did a show for the Hopkinsville Police Department. Oh yeah, I did their Christmas party, open for Chris Killian. All right, at the Hopkinsville Kentucky Police yeah banquet. Oh, I just remember another bad Kentucky show I did. Wait, where at Hopkinsville? No, I don't even want to say because Paducah. It was in Kentucky, and okay. it went really bad. And it was so bad, and the next day a big tornado came through the area. And knocked like a lot of damage, and I and I thought, man, if that had just come a day earlier, I wouldn't have had to done this show. Wow, <laughs> nobody was killed. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. power was out for is dark. for a week. And yeah, all right, I don't even, I'm sorry I brought that up. <laughs> I think the show went so bad that the tornado came. Well, yeah, gotta, we, we gotta wipe a, this from the memory. I think that reset. tornado wasn't <laughs> the worst thing that happened to them that week. I'll say that. I think they're like at least I didn't have to listen to that guy. Um, so anyway, these. Family in, uh, this is 1955, and they're in this farmhouse, and they said for nearly four hours, these little goblin creatures came around, kept sticking their head in the window, and they would fire shotguns at them, and they just fly away, and they would kept going. And finally, these people were so freaked out, they went down to the police station and said, um, there's these little creatures, these goblins that have been in our window for, for hours now, harassing us, and we can't kill them. So the police and Fort Campbell and a bunch of different military went down there, and all they could find was remnants of guns fired everywhere, but but they couldn't find the little creatures. It's um, like your house with the plumbing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like it. They were like, we'll cut through the drywall if you want. <laughs> we'll take a look for them. So yeah. one, one theory is it was um, owls, eagle owls, which – or great horn owls, which kind of float and would be about that size. And, mm-hmm. I mean, they don't; they would fly away. Um, but um, I don't know. People said they saw a light that night in the sky. So what year was this? Nineteen fifty-five. Nineteen fifty-five. All right. But like I said, the term "little green men" it was in the newspaper, and that kind of became a thing after this. This wow. was so. This was before. This could not have been. When when were handheld cameras? Sort of readily available. I would say the eighties. Oh, okay, that late. I would think. Well, the Polaroid, like Kodak yeah. Instant cameras, those were seventies and eighties, but they had little okay cameras at least in the fifties and sixties. Okay, yeah. probably not everyone. You're right, but it, it wouldn't be like if this happened now. Everyone would there'd be video and pictures of everything. No, I don't think there's any even police photos. Maybe that's why the aliens don't come back now. They're like everybody's got cameras now. Well, there you go. And yeah. They'll get us. Mm, maybe. What do you think this is, Dusty? Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know those people, so they could have been hallucinating for all I know. They could have been sleep deprived. They could have been on cough syrup. Mm. I don't know. But <laughs> if they saw it, if it were real, then it's it's demons for sure. Yeah. Little demons? Yeah. Well, they still look like goblins. Goblins could, could be demons, It's right? all demonic. Yeah. I don't believe in space aliens. Tough to have space aliens when there's no space. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Dimensional beings. Yeah, there you go. Dimensional beings, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DBs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As I call them. <laughs> uh, the Happy Birthday Song is the most recognized song in the English language. The white one? Well, I was about to say, there's... Yeah, yeah okay. There you go. Yeah, did you know there's two versions? I did not know. Yeah, yeah. The white version is the most uh, recognized song in the English language. What's the other one? There's a black version. Sing it, Aaron. 
the happy birthday to you. Happy oh, I've heard this one. Happy birthday to happy birthday. Yeah, that's it. It was one. a TV show that it was on. I think it was their intro. I think it's just from life, too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if Aaron's allowed to sing it, but <laughs> well, you get canceled. Well, I, yeah. I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the. The version we know was written by two sisters. <laughs> Our version. Yeah. The two, good one is. <laughs> two Louisville sisters. Yeah. Oh, really? Yep. And wasn't it copyrighted until very recently? I think so, yeah. Yeah. You weren't allowed to sing Happy Birthday in TV and film. Do you know that? Wow. I because didn't know that. because it wasn't owned by somebody. You think that's why the other one was embedded? Maybe they're like, but we need the TV it, version. You guys were servers? I thought at restaurants when they come out, Happy, Happy Birthday. I thought that's. Oh, why. that's one too. Oh, why well, you could still sing the regular happy birthday at a restaurant. It's not on TV. Yeah, it's not on TV and film. But a corporation's making money, oh. people coming in there. We didn't we know. would do regular happy birthday. We and we were not <laughs> happy about it. At Western Sizzling? Uh at um, Jim Bob's at Hyman's. Okay. Yeah. Western Sizzling, I don't think we ever did a happy birthday. <laughs> no, I wouldn't think we so. We might have done one. <laughs> Nobody's there. celebrating a birthday <laughs> yeah. at Western Sizzling. That's true. <laughs> a funeral, maybe. And if you are celebrating it, you're not you're not happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> you're not like, come sing to me. Because the dessert's already on the buffet. Right, right. Yeah, there's no ceremony. Yeah. Okay. We don't have any special cake back there. But we would do it at Hyman's and it would we did not like it. I was gonna ask you guys, do you who the most famous person from Kentucky? Can you name a celebrity from Kentucky? I would say Abraham Lincoln. He was born in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Didn't spend a lot of time there, but he was born. Um, Rand Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good. <laughs> He's been pretty popular lately. Yeah. 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 Um, Muhammad Ali. <laughs> okay. Bit, bit more popular. Yeah. yeah. Bit more well known. The Louisville Lip. What's that? That's what it was, one of his nicknames. Oh, I have never heard the that. The Louisville Lip. What about the Louisville Slugger? I know that's a bat, but that's pretty. That's from <laughs> Kentucky. Right, yeah. Yeah, you know. So is Jeff. Yeah. So is Papa John. <laughs> yeah. Oh, John Schmatter. Yeah. Isn't that the Papa John? Uh, I think that's right. I think that's pretty so. famous. Yeah, oh, he's okay. Colonel Sanders. Yeah. Have I, you been to the Louisville Slugger I have. Museum? I have, yeah. Is yeah, it cool? Yeah. It is cool. It's oh. very cool. A lot of bats in there. You can see bats getting made. Oh, okay. If, any, if you know anybody... If anybody here works at the Louisville Slugger Factory, we'd love to take a tour. All three <laughs> <Yeah>. of us. <laughs> we'll drive over. We'll take an eight-hour tour. I have a Louisville Slugger bat when I was in Cleveland, Ohio. Hilarities. They, yeah, they gave me a bat. Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah. I'd love to do that. A lot of famous people from Kentucky. Um, a lot of actors you wouldn't think about. Jennifer Lawrence, okay. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Owensboro, Kentucky. I thought Johnny Depp was from, I don't even know. You wouldn't think Bulgaria? I mean, yeah. Where's his accent from? If space was real, I would say that's where he's from. <laughs> <laughs> but since he's not, he's a demon. Yeah. 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 I be. used to love Johnny Depp, though. Yeah. I really liked Johnny Depp back in the day. Yeah. I don't dislike him now, yeah, but he just kind of faded out. You just care less about him. Yeah, yeah, he's just now acting in court cases. That's what he does now. <laughs> but that he he didn't. Oh, did he suit her? No, she sued. Oh, yeah, he sued her for, for defamation. defamation. I think that yeah, was, yeah. that's like that's like new age reality TV court cases. Court cases. They're yeah. not even. I don't even think that was. I don't think that was real. George Clooney. Um, yeah, keep going. going. George ton, Clooney's from Kentucky. I think he was born there. Yeah, a ton of country singers from Kentucky. They have their own country music highway. Oh, hit me with a few. All right, I'm trying to find one. Well, Billy the, Joe Shaver. The Judds. 
I think Billy Joe Shaver was Texas. I know. I'm just okay. The Judds. Oh, the that's Judds. one. Yeah. Why not me? Garth. <laughs> no, Garth from I'm losing my list. I'm here. trying to have Stur- Dusty correct these. Sturgill Simpson, Bill Monroe, oh, Bluegrass yeah, Music started yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Stapleton, Loretta Lynn, Coal Miner's Daughter. Okay. I would think West Virginia. For Do you have all those on a separate page? I can't find them right now for some reason. <laughs> uh, Crystal Gale, Loretta Lynn's sister. Now I'm just guessing. Crystal Gale, the newscaster? Is Crystal Gale Loretta Lynn's sister? Yeah. I thought Crystal Gale was uh, on CNN. What? Well, I can't you know believe know that. Who am I talking about? Uh, I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't know Crystal Gale was Loretta Lynn's sister. I did sister. not know that. That's blowing my mind right now. Yep. I was well, thinking about was Gail King. All right. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> Probably uh, need to wrap it up. Huh? Yeah, I'm happy we did this. This is great. So this Friday, the three of us. This Friday, we're going to I don't be, know what order we'll go in. If you I'll made close, it to the end of this episode, you're a real fan. Yes. You should come see all three of us. I yeah. thought this was a very solid episode. I thought it was way bad. I didn't have just just weighing me down with <laughs> negativity. <laughs> and like It was nice. to I could like say something without fear of reprise. Yeah. Yeah. We could really be ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like when uh, you know when your kid, and your parent goes out of town. Yeah, and you're like this is awesome. But then after after a while, you're like, I'd love to. Well, we'll a little, little structure. I here. mean, Wednesday when the comments come out, we'll see. Oh, uh, we know what they're gonna say. We'll see. Get um, Nate back, <laughs> and Nate is back next week. We've okay. already we've already taped that one. Dusty's gone next week. Mm-hmm. We've got John Reap sitting in with us. Yeah, but it's a great episode. Nate tells some Greg Gerardo stories we've all heard, but. <laughs> But it's a great episode. <laughs> Hot tub time machine. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure that's in there. But uh, Friday, Lexington at the Lexington Opera House. Saturday, I'll be in Atlanta at Center Stage uh, with Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Brian was invited. He would. I don't want you to think we cut Brian out. He was mm-hmm. just not available. One night's enough for me for these yeah, guys. We did available. tell him. Listen, we can't do a hotel. We can't do travel. But we'd love to have you on the <laughs> yeah. show. If you have a friend in Atlanta, you could stay with. Yeah. <laughs> No, but Lexington, I'm looking forward to it. It's your first theater to headline, right? Yeah, technically, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I've done some. The first one this year. I mean, now I've done wow. some theaters. What a milestone. Yeah, I know. I mean, I have done some <laughs> Three theaters, weeks so. into the All year. Right. So it's not really the first. Can you tell me another one you've done? Yeah, I did the Charleston Music uh, Hall. I, uh, uh, you know, I've okay. done, I mean, I've done. And that's a big one too, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm mistaken then. But this one's probably going to be sold out. Uh, as well as the center stage in Atlanta. So I would say the first sold out theater. Yeah. All right. So it's a big show. Yeah. It's going to be great. I mean, I don't, uh, yeah. Don't let them fool you. I don't you. know why you put it's me on the spot show. about all the theaters I've done. But, well, uh, I, I'm mistaken. I, I thought this was. Yeah. You know, in Charleston, when I, I mean, there was, I did lots of theaters. I wasn't necessarily headlining them, but I was doing that. I thought you did maybe some small theaters. I was going to call you out on this is a big one. This is big. And I'm very excited that it's happening. Yeah. It is a milestone. Cool. <laughs> Where are you going to be? <laughs> I'm going to be with Dusty this weekend. Next weekend, I'm going to Omaha, Nebraska for the first time, doing the Omaha Funny Bone headlining all weekend. Mm. Pretty excited oh, yeah. about that. Then that, the following weekend, I'll just rattle off some cities. Come see me. Charlottesville, Virginia, Asheville, North Carolina, West Bend, Wisconsin, Lowell, Arkansas, Nashville, St. Louis. Check his website. You know, he's got a lot, <laughs> a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, we need to wrap this up here. But in two weeks, though, I will be, since I won't be here next week, I'll be in Tampa, Florida at Side Splitter. So do okay. come see that. Yeah. I pitched it on the one we recorded. Oh, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Uh, and go check out Nate's special. 
Hello World. Yeah, it's on. Yeah, on Prime. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be before they I take mean, it no down. Question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Magic Spoon and Rocket Money. Don't forget to use their promo code Nate. As always, we love you. Never, <laughs> what is it Nate says? Never forget that. Or it's, it's never lost on us. Never lost on us. We love you. So we love you. Thanks again. You're right. Everyone else is wrong. Hollywood we're, wrong. We're having a good time. We're having a good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. See ya. All right. Bye. Nate Land is produced by Nate Land Productions and by me, Nate Bargetti, and my wife, Laura, on the Audio Boom platform. Recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>